from Wings 94.3 Sports, Auburn High School football is on the air. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Auburn Bank, Kia of Auburn, University Ace Hardware, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. Welcome into Duck Sanford Stadium. Before kick, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Duck Sanford Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate. Also up here with us is Jack Hutton, Drew Forehand back in the Auburn network studio. Auburn High School won the toss. They deferred the option to the second half, and Auburn will be kicking off, which means the Auburn defense will get the opportunity to set the tone here tonight. Yeah, exactly what you want, I think, if you're Auburn. You want to get that defense out there. These guys are, uh, are headhunters. They're aggressive. They have the opportunity to establish field position from the get-go. We've seen some massive plays from this Auburn kickoff team in this season going down and setting the tone with some enormous hits. And you put the uh, the new quarterback for uh, for Opelika, you know, in the position of having to uh, to open the game right here. So uh, I think it's a win for Auburn here to uh, start the game. Towns Magoo will be kicking off for the Tigers, going from left to right towards the high school field house or towards the locker room field house. Back deep for Opelika is number three Jamari Miller. Also back deep, one of their biggest offensive threats is number twenty three Caden Cooper, and off to the right is number 10, I believe that one, is, yeah, that is uh, Jaclaris Perry. Auburn in the white helmets with the black uniforms and the white pants, Opelika with the red hats and the white shirts and the red britches. Magoo will look both ways. He will approach. As toe meets leather, ball is sent into the end zone, five yards deep into the end zone, and that's where Opelika will take over, first and ten at their own 20-yard line. Yeah, Towns Magoo gives you a little sense of how jacked up these players are. He kicks that thing deep into the end zone, and uh, I mean, he's capable. He's done that often through, uh, throughout these first uh, couple of games, but uh, he, he left no doubt to open this, uh, this Auburn-Opelika clash. So here we go, and it is D.J. Witcher into the game. He will be the starting safety alongside Graham Young as a long huddle by Opelika over on the far side as now they are giving the ready to go. White Hat still has yet to signal for the play clock to go, and here it is. Gagliano in the gun. As Makai Simpson, a sophomore, will be next to him. High snap, play action, want the slant inside to Pete and Pete Davis on the coverage. Passing complete, finding his receiver, that's Cooper, his main option. Gain of about seven on the play, second down. Yeah, they went trips to the wide side, and they had one-on-one -on -one coverage. Pete Davis had nice coverage right there. It was just a better throw and a contested catch right there for, uh, for their first down play. Simpson in the backfield, a sophomore running back. Cooper has been the go-to guy. He'll also play some running back. Gagliano. Now hands off on the outside zone, trying to get to the seam, uh, to the seam is Simpson. He's going to get first down yardage across the 35 to about the 36, gain of about eight on the play, first and ten. They had a big hole around the right side, but the Auburn coaching staff's frustrated because the wide receiver over here comes out of his stance a little early, and uh, Auburn's got a kid struggling to get off the field. That's oh, Graham man. Young. 
as he tried to, to come, come off a couple of times. And now Andrew King rotates into the game. It's King and Witcher. Wow. Yeah, scary, scary situation there for Graham Young trying to get off the field twice. Especially and after collapses. What's, what's gone on in the NFL last week and then last night. Auburn High will make sure that he's okay before even at thinking about letting him go back into the game. Yeah, my no, my no assumption here is you're going to see a deep ball. Safety comes out of the game. Again, a trips bunch set for Gagliano in the gun. Claps a hand. Play action, looking down the field. Auburn High has pressure. He avoids it, throws it downfield, still looking for his receiver. He's open, and he has him. He's at the 15, at the 10, makes King miss at the 5, into the end zone, or is he short? They are going to say down at the one-yard line. As Auburn High School had double coverage, it was a one-man route, but all the way down to the one-yard line on a big play. Yep, and, and I tell you, they're going to find something right there with uh, Graham Young going out because King's not healthy. Uh, yeah. you, you could tell as he tried to cover that deep route that uh, he's, he's gimpy, he's limping, he could not get to the uh, – he could not get – is there a flag? Unsportsmanlike uh, is a penalty. It's a first down. I did not see who it was on. I just saw the unsportsmanlike – or maybe it was the, the – but the flag got thrown back here at the 50, and it's first down yardage. Gain of 63 on the play. Yeah, either way, I mean, the, the receiver runs a slant and go, and uh, the quarterback's able to elude pressure and, and has all the time to get that ball down the field because the uh, the safety is, is not 100%, and the receiver's able to get behind him. Auburn also had pressure, and Auburn, and Gagliano gets away from it and makes the play. I think Auburn's going to get a penalty for too many men on the field here. Motion, and there is stoppage yeah. on the play, illegal substitution on Auburn. If you're fr What's frustrating for that, if you're Auburn, you had a bunch of time to make sure and count it and get it right. Yep. But also it's going to be half the distance and uh, from the one, it really doesn't make yeah, that big of a difference. Not a penalty that hurts you. Auburn really needs uh, Opelika to, to bobble the ball yeah. here, have some kind of uh, hesitation in the backfield, see if you can get a tackle for a loss, put a little bit of game pressure on him on this first drive. Yeah, I thought if Auburn would be able to come out and have a quick start, I thought a quick start was massive for Opelika coming off of two straight losses. Gagliano goes underneath the gun, and it's a quarterback sneak. Not a lot of push there, but it looks like second effort is going to get it in from one yard out. Opelika strikes first, 6 nothing. Bulldogs lead here with 10-02 left to go. Yeah, huge, huge drive again. Coach Etheridge really frustrated because the running back moved. The, the running back's moving forward. He he can't really hear the snap, and uh, they should have illegal procedure on that play. And again, he's uh, he's frustrated. He's actually going to burn a timeout to talk to the officials for this. He wants the white hat to come over and explain because he is hot. That's two plays that uh, that Opelika has been moving prior to the snap that uh, have gone uncalled that have resulted in big plays. A, a long a long 63-yard bomb and then a touchdown, and he wants an explanation. The one on the running back is inexcusable. He's, he's going forward. I did not see the receiver one, but if there's a receiver moving, there's a, an, an official right there. He was, yeah. yeah there, it, was, it, was definitely, it was definitely movement, but, uh, you know, it was away from the play, and I, I think he just thought, I'll let it, I'll let it ride. And can't, it ended up being a huge play for Opelika. Can't let it ride in this game. Albert, so Opelika strikes first. Last week, Opelika scores 21 points in the first quarter. They score three points the rest of the – uh, of the game. Fast starts have been Opelika's M.O. this year, and they get another one here. 80 yards go the Bulldogs on the first on their first drive. 
PAT is up, and that PAT is good. 10.02 left to go here in the first. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Excitement is in the air at Kia of Auburn. Mascots, marching bands, historic rivals, and school chants. Football season is finally here. Kia of Auburn is proud to be a supporter of Auburn Tiger football and athletes. And no matter what team you pull for, you'll always be a winner in a new Kia. From Kia of Auburn, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, hybrids, or electric, we have them all. Our sales and service teams are here to serve you. Stop in in person or online at KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Classic hits and Auburn High School football. Wings 94-3. Bulldogs strike first. Kicking off will be Johnny Casina. I saw him kicking off. He's got the leg to put it into the end zone. He also at times will miss hit it and hit a line drive. That one is a line drive, which will be taken right at the one-yard line, and it is a return. Going to the open like a sideline is Blowmeyer. Blowmeyer is going to get hit and run out of bounds, shy of the 20-yard line. Before we get the first play from Auburn, let's get the scoring recap by Jack. Jack, what you got? Yeah, Scott, so Opelika goes right down the field. Four plays, the big one, a 64-yard pass from Roman Gagliano to uh, Jamari Miller. Miller all the way down to the one before, before Auburn can bring him down. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Jack. 9.56 here. Auburn High School will take over. Clyde Pittman, your quarterback. Twin receivers to the left side, a tight end, and a receiver to the left side, or to, to the left, twin receivers to the right. The boundary is the left side. Pittman has it. He's going to hand it off to DV. Auburn runs power, and nothing there. It's going to be a loss of about three on the play. Auburn goes to the left behind the end of the boundary, lose three on the play. Yeah, that's it. that's Auburn's bread and butter right there. I mean, exactly what you said. Short side of the field to their, uh, their big offensive linemen on that side of the ball, and, uh, you know, Opelika, they watch film, too, and yeah. uh, they know exactly what Auburn wants to do, and uh, they're going to force Auburn um, to, to spread them out, make them move around, and uh, defend the entire field. Second down and 13 coming up. Tigers will go trips to the right side, which is a bunch formation, and it looks like a bunch, or a press look here from Opelika with a 4-2 box. Pittman in the gun, claps his hands, drop backs, has pressure looking over the top. For Nation, got him. Uh, opened right at about the midfield logo. He's going to be tackled at the 47-yard line of Auburn High School. It's going to be a gain of 31 on the play. Well, two things I saw there. They had a hole player right there, a deep safety, that uh, Clyde Pittman does a great job of just elevating that ball over that defender. The other thing is those Opelika defensive backs, very, very physical with the Auburn receivers off the line of scrimmage. So they were physical up front. So Ian Nation does a great job of just getting separation. Last year, Opelika basically went man across the board and said, be better. And Auburn's going to have to win some one-on-one -on -one battles in the backfield. And it's kind of a, a split flow action there. That's a play that Auburn High School put in this week where the tight end goes across and then stops and then goes back around. So if you're reading that crossing up back, it's a, it's a false key. But the penetration from the D-line wins that one. Loss of one, second and 11. Yeah, Opelika crowding that box, putting a lot of people in there and uh, really, really honing in on that first down run. Auburn been unsuccessful in their first two attempts. Auburn will go gun here once again, two-by-two two set. Cody Palmer into the game for the Tigers on second and 11. Opelika shows blitz. Here comes motion, and Pittman keeps backside pressure. Is going to get to him. It's going to be a gain of about two. It's going to bring up third down and nine, and Opelika will bring in their pass rush set. Yeah, Opelika did a good job right there of being able to defend that because they defended that uh, that jet sweep action 
with the defensive end. They didn't require a perimeter player to come up and, and take him out of a pass coverage if you're doing an RPO in that situation. And uh, Clyde Pittman's forced to pull it, and the linebacker is able to make the play. 7.40 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers down 7-0. Auburn High echoing account. Make sure that they're all on the same page in pass protection situation. Blitz look coming for the Bulldogs. Dropping back is Pittman. Pittman wants the curl. Pittman finds his receiver in Marcellus Josephson. Third nine, give him ten. First down, Opelika might have got away with some movement. Auburn might have got away with some movement on the offensive line. Yeah, the Opelika defense was definitely looking at that left side of the offensive line and, and thought they moved early. Again, the flag stays in the pocket, but a perfect throw right there by Pittman to the near sideline. Josephson was not even out of his step, had not even looked for the ball when it arrived. Bunch set here for the Tigers. McLean comes in motion, handoff to DV. DV has some has a little bit better pressure or push rather that time. Gain of one, maybe two, should be two to the 40. They're going to mark him at the 41. Gain of one, second down and nine. And I don't think we're too far along from Auburn having a play action or something like that coming on first down. Yeah, Opelika selling out to, to stop that run. And, uh, you know, we like to run to the boundary. Opelika's athleticism is limiting the space that, uh, that Auburn can operate in by doing that. Um, so, you know, Auburn's going to have to uh, – to kind of reevaluate how they want to attack this Opelika defense with the run game. Six and a half left to go here. Second nine for the Tigers. Pittman will call motion from Nation. Will clap his hands and will drop back. Free runner over the middle has Nation. But unfortunately, it looked like it was a – it was kind of a, a drop zone there because number 46, the defensive tackle, Mikel Hurd, Drops back and, and gets the dragger there, and if if he doesn't make the play, it's big yardage. Gain of one on the play, third and eight. Yeah, just good recognition by uh, by what uh, Auburn likes to do. Hope like having a hard time getting lined up now. Bunch set for the Tigers, and now they'll make the adjustment and call as Opelika is, is echoing their defensive signals. 14 seconds left to go on the play clock. Ian Nation will be your receiver on in a three-receiver side off to the left. Pittman has it, drops back, steps up out of pressure, resets the feet, has a wide-open receiver. Ian Nation, give him six from 40 yards out. We're an extra point away from being tied. Yeah, beautiful play right there by Clyde Pittman because he uh, – first read, not there. He wants to roll out to his right. The pocket collapses, and he steps away from pressure. Um, I think that was D.V. Williams that stepped up and got the big block for him. And, and instead of running, there was going to be a defender there that held him short of the first down. He keeps his eyes open, and Ian Nation's running wide open down the middle of the field, and he puts it right on the money for the touchdown. Ian Nation with once again another big touchdown catch. Your kicker in for this one is Will Best. Kick is on his way. The kick is up, and that kick – is no good. For the first time this year, Auburn High School misses an extra point. 5.38 left to go here in the fourth or in the first quarter. Auburn trails 7-6. to six. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. 
538 left to go here. 7-6 Tigers lead, or Tigers trail, rather. Auburn had been 28 of 28 on PATs as Auburn misses their first one of the year. Magoo will approach, and he'll kick it, and it will be taken right at the goal line a yard deep, and that is going to be called a touchback, and Opelika once again will take over at the 20-yard line. Jack, what was that score in recap? Yeah, Scott, eight plays, 81 yards. The Tigers go. Clyde Pittman hooking up with Ian Nation for the 40-yard bomb. Tigers convert three third downs on that drive. Back to you, Scott. And that's a big number. Auburn High School, early part of the year, have not been completing that number at a high percentage. Last week, 6-12 of 12 and 38% on the year. Yeah, this Auburn defense now really has some challenges in the secondary. They've got uh, uh, two safeties that don't typically play there, a corner that uh, has rotated in that's a second-string guy and uh, they're going to be challenged here. This front seven's got to pick up the pace. Emilius will move to, to, to safety, and Jaden Walker goes to corner. Auburn shows pressure. The running back moving, and there you go. It's a sophomore running back who was creeping forward on the snap, and uh, it'll be a five-yard penalty in first and 15. And, and Opelika coaches aren't happy, but here's the thing. If you're creeping forward on what is simulating a snap count, that is a false start. Yeah. Just like if a – if the quarterback takes a step forward, it is a false start. And that was produced by those linebackers stepping into both uh, A-gaps right there. They, they show blitz, and uh, he, the quarterback wants to get to the running back and make sure he's going to be protected. Gagliano in the gun, two-by-two two set for the Bulldogs, and he wants a quick pass. Auburn High School has a guy out there. Coleman Granberry was scraping over the top. And uh, actually, no, that was Clark Cleveland who was scraping over and uh, I think got in the way of the receiver, incomplete second and 15. Yeah, it looked like Opelika was expecting man. Auburn hops into a quick zone, and uh, the cornerback over there, number one, Jaden Walker, um, he comes up on that uh, when he, his, his outside zone is threatened and almost makes a play on the ball right there. Trips into the boundary, a solo receiver. This is where Opelika has liked to go some this year, little – Zip motion for Opelika, inside zone. Look now into the flats. Great play call. It's going to be first down yardage coming over is the Auburn safety. And I believe that one is DJ Witcher who does. It's going to be, I take that back, it was second and 15. Gain of 14, third and one. Yeah, good job by Witcher to uh, rally to the football and make it a third down opportunity right here because that was nothing but green space. He, he had 10, 15 yards of, uh, of, of green space to operate in and Witcher puts them in a, uh, a third down attempt where they have to convert. Nice play call there by Opelika. Two-by-two two set here on third and one. Auburn will put two receive, or two DBs out against both receivers set and show some pressure. Gagliano has it. Gagliano's going to keep it, and not a whole lot of push, but across the 30, it's going to be a gain of two on third and one, first and ten. Yeah, just keep the ball in the hands of the quarterback. And, uh, you know, you can tell they have a lot of trust in him. Let him throw the football. Uh, he, he ran the quarterback sneak on the goal line. Th big third down conversion. They keep it in uh, in his hands. So um, this Opelika staff has a lot of, uh, of trust in uh, the junior quarterback. They have not run the ball as effective as Opelika normally does. It looks like this is going to be the Gagliano show yeah. here tonight. Trips to the near side, which is the short side. The back will move to the right of Gagliano. Will clap his hands. Speed options to the outside. Clark Cleveland forces it and then gets inside help from uh, a couple of players coming in and, and flowing. It looks like that's Rico Spinks in there. Tack gain of about two on the play. 
Yeah, now that's trying to attack the teeth of the Auburn defense when you start going after Clark Cleveland and Octavian Brown and, and Coleman Granberry and that and that linebacking core. You get a chance right there where that quarterback takes it off tackle, you got to make him pay for it. I mean, if he wants to run the ball, then he needs to feel it tomorrow morning. Yep. They're giving three third in, or second down and seven, 350 left to go here in the opening quarter. Bunch set to the right. Gagliano claps the hands, and he's going to hand off on an outside zone. Hello, Coleman Granberry. He makes his presence known for the first time here tonight. No gain, third down and seven. He does. He does a great job, and that was great gap responsibility right there. Clark Cleveland comes up and takes on the lead back, or the lead uh, blocker, and that allows Coleman Granberry to run totally unchecked, unmolested, straight to the football, and that was a vicious hit that he just put on the running back. He hit him, and the running back's legs buckled. So a great job right there by uh, Coleman Granberry. Loss of one on the play, third down and eight. Auburn sends in their pass rush, and that is uh, Kayla Pitts. And Auburn identifies an extra blocker in at the tight end spot. Gagliano claps a hand, drops back, looks down the field, wants his slant. It's a nice route there by number three, Jamari Miller, a sophomore. It's a sl- it was kind of almost like a, a dig settle there, and uh, he needed about 12 or needed eight, got about 10, and good coverage first down, though. Good coverage, but a good play design for them to go after Auburn's second corner that has come in. Yeah. So Auburn having to, to make ends meet because they take their starting corner and put him back at safety. Uh, and so you're going against uh, your number two right there. And also they're moving the pocket just enough to, to, to allow uh, Gagliano to have the time. You know, had a lot of time right there to convert yep. a third down. And of about nine on that third down play, first down yardage for Opelika. Gagliano will have it, and he'll look to keep it, break one tackle, look to go back, and he'll get hit hard on that one. It's going to be a loss of about two on that play. And that's going to be a situation where if you're Opelika, um, you're going to have to rely on your quarterback to beat Auburn, especially throwing when you start doing some of this run game. He's got to be smart and not take unnecessary hits. That's right. That time uh, Clark Cleveland comes off the right side and, and forces him to, uh, to to delay his rollout. He tries to cut it back up the middle and uh, just into a swarm of Auburn defenders, but uh, he did. He take a, took a big hit, lost uh, two yards on that first down play. Sure, if that was an RPO, it's just a straight read there. Either way, Auburn got a free runner in there. Gagliano claps the hands now twice and will hand up right up the middle, nothing doing. That's that's where Auburn's got to be good. If they're, if Opelike is just going to line up and run the ball right at Auburn, Auburn's got to stop it. And here on third down and about 14, they got to get off the field. No, no doubt about it. Make them one-dimensional, make it so that it's obvious what they want to do right here. And now defensively, you got to cover. You're the front seven. You got to get pressure on this guy. He'll, he's already shown us that he can make some uh, some tough throws. So make him do it under duress. Might have to do it with front four. May have to. You're right. When you when you've got uh, some young guys back here that uh, maybe didn't expect to be in this moment right now, then uh, this pass rush has to be elite. Three by one set here for the Tiger or for the Dogs. Tigers showing a five man pressure. Gagliano drops back, looking over the middle of the field, almost picked. Is it, it is called, ruled incomplete on the near side, Pete? Davis drove on the play looking for number 23, Caden Cooper on it, and Davis read it, drove on an incomplete punting time. Yeah, I like the Auburn defense. You know, they're throwing a little bit of everything at him. Uh, Sometimes they're coming with with, uh, man-to-man, a lot of pressure. Sometimes they're rushing five. Sometimes they're jumping into zone. And that time Pete Davis does a great job of reading the quarterback and driving on that football. 
almost making an outstanding interception. It was going to be short either way by about four yards. And this is where Auburn has to be alert because Gagliano is the punter. He rolls out. He kicks it across his body. Ian Nation was going to run to it, and he'll, tack, and he'll take it. It's probably going to save about seven or eight yards on that one. As he It's going to be no return, but at the end of the day, that's a positive for Auburn yeah. as it doesn't roll deeper down into Auburn territory. Auburn takes over once again at their own 19-yard line. Yeah, the traditionalists are going to say get away from the football when it hits, but if Ian Nation, he, he got a clean bounce to deal with, and uh, he did a great job because that ball probably rolls another 10 yards inside the Auburn 10. Davis Harson is your quarterback now for the Tigers. Two-by-one set here for Auburn High School. Here comes motion, and it's a pop pass, and Auburn High misses a block on the defensive end, and that blows that play up. It's going to be a gain of about one on the play. Yeah, again, Auburn on the uh, the near boundary, the near hash, and they try to run a speed sweep into the boundary, and, and Opelika is just ready for it. I mean, they, they've got unblocked people on the perimeter that are coming up, and, and either Auburn's missing the block or, or Opelika is just well-schooled in, uh, in what Auburn's tendencies are, and uh, the first down play goes for not much. Well, that one looked like Auburn might have had a guy for that defensive end, but Griffin McLean not able to hold on to his block. Auburn – in a Wildcat look, and it's D.V. Williams right up the middle across to the 25-yard line, gain of five on second nine. That's one way to do it. And uh, it'll bring up a third down and five, and I might guess is Auburn is going to be content with going to the quarter with – well, they're not going to get a playoff with four, three seconds, two seconds, one second left to go. Seven to six is our score, the difference in the game. A missed PAT, and Opelika has the lead. We'll go to the second quarter with that score. You're listening to the Auburn High School, Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. Our roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where we learned how to win on Friday nights, just like we do today inside the courtroom. Let us be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. If you need us, call 737-3718 or visit our office at 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of Auburn High Football. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. It's a big down third or third and four here for Auburn High School. Davis Harson in the gun with DV next to him. A two tight end set. I mean, Opelika essentially has 11 guys within six yards of the football. Jack Hudson and Ian Nation are your receivers to the left side. McLean comes in motion as the tight end. And it's a handoff. No, it's a bubble look to Ian Nation. First down yardage across the 30. Cuts back. Gets more yardage across the 35-yard line. Nice play. Gain of 10. First time we've seen that bubble look here out of the two tight end set. Yep, first time we've seen that. And then also a quick pass that uh, there was it was predetermined, so we, we knew exactly where we were going on the snap. And Auburn attacked the wide side of the field right there. Had a little bit to work with. And Nation just outruns the uh, defenders for the first down. Wildcat set here. Once again, DV in the gun. 
Auburn high will keep it with DV up the middle. Patient now looking to go back outside. Davis Harson getting himself a halfway decent block. Gain of about 12 or 11 on the play for DV. Eric Patrick, helmet will come off, so he'll have to sit for a play. Will Ward will check in. Yeah, extremely patient right there for a DV Williams, just kind of uh, tiptoeing around to see which hole he needed to go to. Opelika really uh, condensed the, uh, the defense down in the middle. He finds a hole out to the outside, and you're right. Davis Harson was split out right wide to the Opelika sideline, and had he not been out there and made a key block on the corner, then that play probably doesn't get a first down. And here it's the same look once again. Wildcat DV can can throw, but now Auburn will shift into a more traditional set. Now Auburn High will hand off to DV, and it should be an offsides. It, we we weren't really set for a full second either, so I'll be interested to see what they say. They, yeah. call, a, they call a false start. Yeah. yeah, so we had some guys that shifted out, two guys that were off the ball. and uh, Now the issue, what the white hat is going to say is, look, that's not a false start. That's not a dead ball penalty. If they're not set and they snap it, it's a, dead, it's a live ball penalty. And um, – and the other, and so we'll have wow. all setting because an Opelika defender was in the neutral zone. Gotcha. So the issue there is, well, what what coach is going to tell him is, look, he lines up in the neutral zone. It's a dead ball from the jump. Yep. The, there can be no, we didn't get set. It's a dead ball penalty from the jump. And now, so the other issue is because a play did not happen, Eric Patrick cannot come in. Will Ward will have to stay in at right guard. Actually, no, he'll play center, and then moving over will be Jalen Foster. He'll go to right guard. And Auburn will go empty set with Davis, Har with Davis Harson. Claps a hand, drops back. Here comes pressure. And now Harson steps up, avoids, throws it down the field, has the receiver open. Jack catches it. He's across the 30 to about the 27-yard line. Great patience there by the junior quarterback first down yardage. Yeah, it sure was. That was uh, Harson in five wide. His initial read just wasn't there. And uh, as he scrambles around and just as he approaches the, uh, the line of scrimmage, uh, Jack Hudson wide open down there on the Opelika sideline. and goes up high and climbs the ladder to bring it down and a big, big uh, conversion right there for, uh, for Davis Harson. Gain of 25 on the play. Auburn, the quarterbacks have had some time. They've, uh, they've made small movement in the pockets, and Auburn's been able to find some people open. Yep. McLean in motion, and it's a handoff to DV. But unfortunately, Auburn doesn't get the point of attack block great, and it's going to be a gain of one, maybe zero on the play, second down and long coming. Yeah, clogged up that, that middle very effectively. And, uh, you know, it's not, not typical for one guy to be able to, to get DV and to, and to take away his momentum. And uh, that's the case there. Opelika has multiple guys in the, in the line of where that play wanted to go and uh, just not a lot working for Auburn there. Some type of issue here as the Opelika coaching staff very upset about something. And there's going to be a conversation coming from the line judge as something about Harson. Oh. So his band is on his band is on his belt. Ah. And so Speakman was pointing at him over and over and over again, and then Harson, as he looks over, takes the wristband off his belt and puts it on his wrist to keep it, or because for some reason they let the play clock run. We'll now have a timeout. 10.30 left to go in the second quarter, 7-6. to six, Auburn trails Opelika. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're, no. We're going to keep it here. I don't is, – is that still going to count as a timeout, though? 
I think that's what they're discussing right now, Coach. Uh, and well, Coach Etheridge is very upset, so he's going to he's going out all the way across, <laughs> and and he wants to have a word with somebody. He's on the hash. He's past the hash. He's on the almost on the far hash yeah. to the middle of the field. He's not happy. This is ridiculous. Second and ten is the call. I don't know if that costs Auburn High a timeout. We will find out later. Yeah. Three by one set here. Here comes motion. Harson hands it off to DV. No, he oh. keeps it to Ian Nation. Ian Nation getting a good block, cuts back, sets up another block, and he's going to have first down yardage to the 15, gain of 13 on the play. Nice ball handling there by Davis Harson, and that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for 30 years. And that's a little wrinkle that Auburn hasn't shown yet this year. I mean, we're just so used to DV Williams taking that ball into the uh, boundary, and that time Harson's able to pull it and, and hit it a little bubble route out here to the field, and Ian Nation picks up the first. Work on that a lot in the spring. Haven't seen it, but now we see it unveiled here in a big in a big game. DV has it. Got a huge hole into the open field, into the end zone. There's a late flag, though, as Ian Nation is going to get called for a hold from as uh, he was 20 yards away from the play. Uh, yeah, if, if that is a hold on Ian Nation right here, that's a shame because that had no bearing on that play. DV Williams cuts up over uh, the, the middle, right over center. No, that's on uh, Opelika. So it is a touchdown. Ian Nation won his block so much that the Opelika guy tried to get away from him and held him. 9.49 left to go, 15-yard touchdown run for Mr. Williams. Hey, kudos to that Auburn offensive line because that was an untouched touchdown right over the, the zero hole. Yeah. I mean, he just ran right over center right there and a great job of getting into that end zone, getting the first lead of the game for Auburn. Towns Magoo in to kick. Kick is on his way, kick is up, and that kick is good. 9.49 left to go here. Tigers lead by six. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Football or the Auburn, You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 9.49 left to go here. Auburn High School leads 13-7 as Auburn's had two really, really good drives, both of them 81 yards. Yeah, huge drive right there to take the lead in this ball game. Doing a lot of it on the ground and also Davis Harson making some really nice plays with his legs and arm. And that one is sent to about the one-yard line, and it will be returned by Opelika. Auburn High has a lot of guys there, and Auburn High does a great job there. Will Best kicking off there. A host of Tigers are going to keep the returner short of the 20 at about the 17-yard line. Yeah, good job by that Auburn kickoff team not taking the, uh, you know, a holiday on, on having to go down and cover a kick. Uh, used to these Auburn kickers putting it into the end zone. That time it gets to the one-yard line, and uh, they're going to hold them short of the 20. There is a flag on the play. As we wait for that, Jack, what was that scoring drive? Yes, Scott, so eight plays, 78 yards. The Tigers go in the 
big one on the uh, the big one on the drive, the 25-yard pass completion to the best name on Auburn High School's football roster, Jack Hudson. <laughs> and that penalty is a 15-yard face mask on Auburn High School. A lot of flags yeah. on both teams. I'm not saying it's one-sided. I'm just saying a lot of flags. Yeah, there have been a lot of flags. And um, and there's been some that, that should have been that uh, haven't been called that have resulted in some big plays. Coach Etheridge not happy with the call. And good field – or not great field position for Opelika turns into pretty darn good field position here in this type of game as it will be at the 33-yard line. Tigers now have a lead. Gagliano in the gun for the Bulldogs. And at one point in time, do the Bulldogs get rid of the, of the run game and just start throwing it? Claps his hands and pulling two guys in Auburn High School right on top of the running back. Yeah. That's a play that has been in Opelika's playbook for years, pulling two guys with a kick and a pull and a wraparound, no gain on the play, second down and ten. Yeah, Auburn does a good job on the edge there by Mark Tolan because he had the uh, the outside containment responsibility. He took on one of those blockers that pulled around that you described, but then he also was able to fall back in and be the first person to get a hit on the ball carrier. So that's a grown man play over here on the uh, left defensive end for, for Auburn. Calvin Hughley into the game. He's a sophomore running back. He's been hurt. He's going to be a very, very good running back for the Bulldogs in the years to come. Gagliano in the gun, claps a hand, and he's going to hand off to Hughley. Hughley trying to get outside, puts his foot in the ground, makes one guy miss, make a second guy miss, gets close to the 40-yard line. It's going to be a gain of seven on second and ten, brings up a third down and short. Yeah, I remember that young man playing eighth and seventh and eighth grade football for Opelika, and, man, he was, he was unstoppable. He's uh, going to have a bright future. And on his first attempt right there, he ran through a couple of tackles, so uh, he looks the part. He's uh, – he – he, in eighth grade when Auburn played Opelika, he won the game for Opelika <laughs> on three touchdowns. In the gun is Gagliano on third down and three. Claps the hands, now twice. Pulling, play action, wants to slant, has his receiver, and it's a switching route. Breaking a tackle is Cooper. First down yardage across the 45-yard line, close to the 41. That's where their market gain of 19. Opelika does a, a, jo a good job with design by really getting wide splits, which creates a lot of room to run some intermediate, some slants. And that time the Auburn safety just slipped on his break. So they run a slant with the outside receiver. And as Witcher comes down to try to uh, defend that, he slips, and that allows them to have the, the room necessary to get the first down. Instead of switching around, because the slot guy kind of ran them off and they ran underneath it, a nice concept. These splits very much like Tennessee runs yeah. or the old-school Baylor offense under Art Bryles. Auburn showing pressure as Gagliardo wants it. He's going to throw it up in the middle of the field. Almost oh. picked Pete Davis stride for stride, and Opelika wants a pass interference, but the only one who had a chance to make a play on that ball was Pete Davis. Yeah, there's no way that was pass interference because Pete Davis has both hands on the ball, so there's no way he could be interfering right there. Auburn has a good job right there getting pressure because Gagliano really just kind of threw that one up for grabs, and he took a big hit as he delivered that ball. They go for the shot right there after the first down. I think that's something we'll continue yeah. to see. They'll put the pressure on this Auburn secondary to make plays. The two big play. Well, you see a play action there, and then the, the you had a, a that was an RPO with two pullers on that third down and three. Key the backers up, throw something behind them. Yeah. Eight seconds left to go on the play clock. Gagliano in the gun. And clapping his hand, drop back, rolling now. Auburn getting pressure and wow. hits his receiver in stride. And that, once again, is Jamari Miller. First down yardage to the 24-yard line. And Auburn is going to work this near official all night long because the slot official or the slot receiver who was in motion goes upfield before the snap. 
Yeah, but uh, either way, a, a nice play by the quarterback for Opelika, just keeping that play alive. Again, he gets he gets flushed out of the pocket to his right, and he makes a nice throw on the run to keep the sticks moving. It was a special play by Gagliano. Gain of 16 on the play. First and 10 for the Dogs. And to the screen on the far side, Auburn High has people there, but the safety not able to break down and make the play. That was Witcher gain of four on the play. Actually, call it a gain of three. It'll be at the 21, second down, and about six. Yeah, just a quick throw to the uh, to the field, two on two out there, and uh, uh, they do a good job of, of limiting the damage with a missed tackle by those Auburn defenders running to the football. And that's something that Opelika is going to force you to do. And, and if you're Witcher there, just break down. You're in great spot and make the play. Second and seven for Gagliano. Claps a hand, drops back. Pump it, touchdown Opelika. Wide open. Witcher bites on it. So does the corner. From 21 yards out, they run the, the same variation of that play. And uh, it's a touchdown for the dogs. And we have tied it up. Yep, they just went right back to it. And instead of uh, the blocker sitting out there and blocking the corner, he runs right by the safety as the safety bites on the pump fake. And you're right, nobody in the end zone. Uh, he was uh, just waiting for it to, uh, to, to, to get to him, and they score the touchdown right before uh, with six, six, a little, little yep. under seven minutes left in the second quarter. 6.53 left to go here in the second quarter. Dogs tie it. The extra point is on his way, is up, and that kick is good. 14-13, our score, Opelika leads. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Cessna will kick off for the Bulldogs. Cessna, rather. Lohmeyer back deep, along with Flakes and Nation. And there is a lot of conversation going on about something. Official timeout. I'm not sure what. Oh, I know what the issue is. Your play clocks are on two different numbers. And so now the athletic director, Dan Norton, will come out and have a conversation. They'll try to get working on it, but I do believe we do have one functioning, which means that like when Auburn is driving the way that they are now, the functioning scoreboard right. is, well, they'll turn it off, and they'll see if the oldest trick in the book works, which is <laughs> turning it off and turning it back on. And while they're now at zero, let's hit a reset button, see if we can get it to 25. There's one. There There's two. There are. we go. It's still pretty much undefeated. Folks, if you, if you have electronics and you turn it off and turn it back on and it's still not working, you're in trouble. <laughs> 6.53 left to go here in the second quarter. Auburn High School down by one after a nice touchdown drive by the Bulldogs. Really, most of it in the air. That's right. High kick. Blomeyer will take it right at the one-yard line. 
And try to get to the edge and breaks one tackle. Now got to get vertical, and he will, and he's going to be tackled there as as uh, Cessnia has put the ball perfectly right at the edge of the goal line in Auburn High School. Once again, we'll take, all, take over inside the 20. Jack, what was that scoring drive? Yeah, Scott, seven plays, 70 yards. The Bulldogs go. The big one, of course, the Roman Gagliano touchdown to Bryce Speakman from 24 yards out. Gagliano, nine for 12 for 167 yards and a touchdown, and we're not even at halftime yet, Scott. Yep, and, um, you know, I thought that Opelika was going to have to throw it, and they have, and, and right now the Auburn secondary has to get on the same page. Clyde Pittman comes into the game at back, at a quarterback, D.V. Williams next to him. As there's something that uh, Opelika coaches are jumping up and down about, dropping back as Pittman wanting the fade bout to Nation, a step overthrown, incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, you're right. The Opelika coaching staff, they're all going crazy over on the sidelines with something formationally that Auburn had aligned in. But uh, either way, uh, Auburn takes a shot down the near sideline and uh, just a step uh, beyond what Ian Nation could get to. Yeah, it's a play where you take the fade or you got hitches on the other side and, and you just take what you like and, and just a step out. Ian Nation did have a step on the defender. Here comes Blomeyer on the motion, and it's going to be a keep for Pittman. And one block away as that time the guard – actually, no, that might have been the tackle got beat. It's going to be a loss of two on the play, third down and long. Yeah, that time Braden Joyner, he, he's not able to, uh, to, to, to seal the block. And uh, Clyde Pittman does a good job with action going in, in, in opposite directions in the backfield. He just tries to go over the, uh, the left side, and there's nothing there. Hard count, and Braden Joyner is holding his left arm and shoulder. Auburn High will reset the formation in a two-by-two two set. Actually, they'll go straight to a three-by-one set, and Opelika counters in a kind of a two-high look, and they're showing blitz. Pittman in the gun, heels at the 10. Claps a hand, play action, drops back, makes one guy miss, steps out of pressure, now looking to get downfield, lowers his head, going to get to the 20-yard line, across the 20-yard line, Gain of about four or five on the play. It's going to be punting time for the first time for Auburn High. Well, Pittman does a good job of just getting what he could right there. I mean, he had lots of pressure from the from the get-go. They brought more than we could block. He's able to step sidestep it and uh, step back up in the pocket, but just couldn't get the, the eyes up in order to find somebody downfield. And then he decided he was just going to deliver the blow. He puts his head down and runs over the, the corner. But, uh, but Opelika does a good job of getting off the field on three downs. I see a couple of uh, linemen kind of – Struggling to get off the field uh, on that one, just kind of limping. Now, here, this is where Auburn's got to be good. Tyler McKinnell is punting. He'll boom it away. Spiraling kick and will be taken. And hello, right there on the catch is Davis Smith with a, uh, right at the 40-yard line. Did Opelika have 12? I they see do. They got 12 people on the field. Well, this yep. officiating crew missed it. Yep, they, they got it. They, they, they had ran a guy on late, and I counted them, and they had 12. That's something that normally this Auburn High staff will be all over the, the, the referee zone. Don't see Coach Etheridge. But Opelika will take over with their best field position of the night at the 40-yard line. Yeah, really good job by that uh, punt coverage team. I mean, just as soon as the, uh, as soon as the punt returner caught that ball, he was, he was down instantly. Same look that the touchdown was scored on. Auburn High School defense needs a stop here. Yeah, need a big stop. They uh, – Need to get off the field and get this Auburn offense back on it and steal a possession. Tay Gay, the linebacker, late to rotate in. And here comes a little bit of zip motion, looking over the top and trying to find Pete Davis. The receiver makes the catch at the 20-yard line. Back at the 19-yard line is where they're going 
to mark it as making the catch is number 23, uh, Caden Cooper. Big yardage. 41 yards on the play. Yeah, just a beautiful throw. I mean, he just threw that thing up as high as he could and allowed his receiver the opportunity to run under it, and he just ran by our corner. I mean, as simple as it was, there was no no play design other than just, hey, you're faster than that guy, go get it, and that's what they did. Gagliano in the gun will hand it off. There's an opening on the left side. Running hard is the back across the seven-yard line as that was – Number 20 there on the carry, Ja'Cory Thornton. Gain of 12 on the play, first and goal from the seven. Yeah, their best running play of the night right there. They go over the left side. Uh, he puts his foot in the ground and gets north and south. He had a big hole to run through, and it wasn't until he got to the Auburn secondary did he get touched, and he delivered the blow right there. You can feel that momentum over on that Opelika sideline. Gagliano, no, yeah, right, it is Wildcat. It's a fake to Cooper. They got the seal, they got the edge, they're into the end zone from seven yards out, and the Bulldogs now lead 20 to 13. Yeah, Auburn's got to figure that out right there because that's two consecutive running plays over the left side where the hole was massive, and uh, the running back, you know, it has nobody to even out there to, to, to force a tackle, and so – you need to make this team as one-dimensional as you can. You can't let them get what they're getting through the air, but also start running the football. That that doesn't. That's not a, a recipe for success to win this game. 20 to 13, Opelika has the lead. PAT is up, and that PAT is good. 4:02 left to go here. Dogs lead by eight. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. 4.02 left to go here. That kick will be landing at the goal line, and that's a live football, and it goes out of bounds. We'll see what they're marking. It'll be Auburn ball. Is it, is it at there? It shouldn't. I mean, he, he never had control of that ball. I don't think you can knock it out right there. Now you got to like you, you got to you got to recover everything. It's either open like a ball at the four, or it's a kick out of bounds. It can't be marked at the four yard line. How's it marked at the four yard line? Unless they unless it's ruled that Opelika touched it, they just did not control it in the field of play, and that's how Auburn takes over at the four yard line. You can't let that ball bounce. Yeah, no, that's we've talked about that. We've seen kids that uh, just assume that that ball is going to hit and short of the goal line and then roll in, and that time it hits uh, checks up at about the the two yard line, rolls backwards, and and we just watched it, and uh, luckily that thing. Got out of bounds, so Auburn gets terrible field position here to start this drive. And Auburn needs a drive. Auburn finds himself down eight, two straight touchdown drives from Opelika. Davis Harson in, in the shadow of his own goalpost. Claps a hand, will drop back, and looks to the near side. We're looking for Ian Nation. Has him. 
at the 40-yard line. They might mark it at the 41 or the 42. They'll put it at the 41-yard line. Big gain on the play, gain of 37. Yeah, great throw because he had to throw that between uh, the guy that was covering Nation and then a safety that was coming over the top. So he fit it right in between them and uh, had plenty of time. Did a good job of just kind of uh, sliding to his left and keeping his eyes downfield. Had a lot of open room to run with the ball, but uh, decides to throw that thing to Nation, and Nation makes a great contested catch. He also had a, an open out route, and Albertheim moving around some guys. Jack Hudson is now your outside receiver. Josephson into the game, as well as Palmer. Claps a hand, DV on the give, cuts out, makes the guy miss, runs through one tackle, and that's where DV's got to get vertical. And that's one of the few times this year he hasn't. Also not a generous spot there, loss of one on what, what should have been a gain of about three or four. Yeah, he, he got a couple of yards and then started to go sideways and then ran a little bit backwards and uh, and is going to get you know credited for a, a negative gain right there on that play. But uh, good job by Opelika as Auburn tries to uh, lean on that run game again of, uh, of limiting the damage and, and putting Auburn behind the uh, the sticks. It's got to be a play where in this game you got to get a couple. You can't yeah. you can't give up three or four yards there on that one. That's right. Harson wants the go ball once again to Nation. Nation goes wow. up, and he makes the catch. Holy cow, just throw it to him every single time. <laughs> oh, man, gain of 23 on the play. Man, I mean, I, I thought that ball was going to be picked, Scott. I mean, that uh, the, the corner had a beat on it, but Nation just goes up and, and makes a catch over his shoulder. It looks like he caught it with one hand and pinned it onto his right shoulder right there. Nice placement of the ball by Harson, and Auburn's got something going across uh, the 40-yard line. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers. DV in the gun next to Harson. The line gets down. 225 and counting. Here comes Blomire on motion. Harson keeps it, tries to go backside, and he's a block away. Gain of two on the play, second down and eight. He's, he, that, the quarterback keep there, it's been a block away. Yeah, and, and that's just the athleticism right there of, of Opelika because Harson, I think, thought he, he saw Paydirt right, right there. And there's nothing in front of him but uh, a defensive tackle or linebacker from the back chases him down and uh, it limits the damage there. 205 and counting now on under two minutes left to go here in the first half. Tigers down by eight. Harson has it, drops back, wants the out, has Blomeyer. Blomeyer gets hogtied close to the first down marker. They're going to put him right there at it across the 30-yard line to about the 29 on second and eight. Picks up about seven, third and one. Maybe actually they'll move it back third down and two. Yeah, that was a good job by the uh, – a great pass by Harson and right on the money, Blomeyer as he's getting upfield. That safety. That Opelika safety makes yeah. an outstanding tackle to put Auburn in third down right here. Yeah, I thought I thought that was going to be first down I yardage easy. Here comes Blomeyer in motion, and it's a hard count. That's offsides. It's offsides. It's been offsides since the beginning of this the, the rule in play. <laughs> when you jump into the neutral zone, it's a penalty. Two-by-two two set here. Inside handoff to DV. There's your first down and then some. Spinning around one guy to the 20-yard line. Gain of nine. I will say this. If Opelike is lining up a little bit further back and yeah. they jump, then they stay out of the neutral zone. It's not a penalty. Yeah. I'm going to assume they didn't miss five people going into the, into the neutral zone. Gain of nine on that play. 105 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down by eight. Yeah, you need to capitalize right yeah. here and put this thing in the end zone. You're going to get the ball to start the second half. You want to you want to go up right here with momentum. Here comes motion. Harson has it, and he rolls, and the pass is going to be tipped, and it's going to be incomplete as Auburn just did not get that left side sealed off. Second 10 from the 20-yard line. Does this count as a red zone? 
Heck yeah, man. We're right. on the 20-yard line. You so Auburn High School has moved into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 20 year, over 30 years. Dang right it is, man. We get a chance to talk about Byron, biscuits, yeah, it's eggs, the best bacon, breakfast in time. Uh, sausage. Best breakfast in town. Man, and if, no doubt about it. If you don't agree with me, you're just wrong. We need to get in this red zone yep. many more times tonight. 52 seconds left. Harson has it, claps his hand, drops back. Looking over the middle of the field, he had his receiver. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't think Josephson was, knew. He was thinking, turn the head down a little Wait bit longer. Flag. There is going to be a flag, flag in the middle of the field. Dead ball, personal foul on oh. Auburn. So that's going to bring up a third down and a 25. Wow. That's going to push you out of field goal range, too. 48 seconds left to go here. Hey Jack, as we get this sorted, give me give me some uh, give me some scores. Yes, Scott. So taking a look at the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard, Franklin Tire and Auto friendly service from Franklin Huntsville and Albertville. They've gone final, 34-7. The uh, Panthers of Huntsville take that one over Albertville. Opelika and Auburn, of course, 21-13 here. James Clemens over Sparkman, 21 to 10. That one in the first quarter. Prattville and Enterprise at play. Prattville on top of the Wildcats, 21 to 7. A little bit of a surprise there, Scott. Yeah, as um. Right here, thanks for the scores, Jack. Auburn or Opelika calls a timeout. They want the ball back. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, they've moved the ball extremely efficiently through the air. Last couple times they have it. They're thinking third down and 25 here. Let's get off the field um, and, and see what happens. And then let's try to go down and add another another one on the scoreboard. Yeah, I think they wanted to, to give their defense a blow right here, make sure everybody's on the same page. You, Auburn is is third and, and over 20. Uh, what is that, 25 yeah. over there that, uh, that they're going to have to pick up. And, uh, you know, no big plays. You know, you don't want uh, – you want to take advantage of this if you're Opelika. If you're Auburn, you want to get this thing in field goal range. You may want to get half of it back and then even try to go for it on, on fourth down right here depending on how good you feel about your field goal kicker and where this, where this third down play ends up. Coach Etheridge not happy with the officials, having a long conversation. And uh, a lot of hands around his face. I'm thinking – I think that's what he thought that uh, – that's what he was arguing, trying to get a, uh, a call on that one. Auburn High will go with a kind of a quad set. We've seen him do this now, and they will move out of it. A two-high look for Opelika. Davis will have it. Davis Harson has it, now moves up, and now looks to scramble, looking down the field, and oh. he'll throw it last second to D.V. Williams. It's going to be close. There is no flag on the play. It's close to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be a gain of about 15, third and 10. And if you're Auburn High School, unless you want to go for this, let this son of a gun run, call your timeout, and kick a field goal. Yeah, I think that uh, the, the question right there was, was, was Harson pass the line of scrimmage, and uh, it was really close over there on the sidelines as he was uh, thinking he was going to run it and then, uh, and then just shovels it off. But uh, Auburn – Auburn calls a timeout. The timeout. I think Auburn may go for this right here. It's kind of in no man's land. I mean, if it's what you that's a 40, what is that? If we're at the 20-yard line, it is a 37-yard field, field goal. goal. Yeah, I mean, I, we got kickers that can do it. I think he's just wanting to decide, do we want three or do we want to go for seven right here? Uh, my thing is, since you missed the extra point, that, that also factors in. You might, If you're down seven, it might feel like I would think go for it. Yeah. If you kick the field goal now, a touchdown, especially with you getting the ball, might be able to, to, uh, to score and take the lead. Yeah. But um, either way, you know, and if you want to go for it, you draw something up. But uh, the number, the people and the personnel that I see on it, uh, it says field goal. My issue is you that, that's under you, you, you. Well, 
if it's blocked, whatever, something happens, Opelika has a chance right. after this with 18 seconds left to go. That's right. Yeah, Auburn needs to come out of this with points because, you know, that's uh, this has been a, a good drive, a lot of conversions right here. and uh, for Started at the four. That's right. And for Opelika to, to, to walk off having held Auburn to, uh, to no points, that would be a big victory for them running into the locker room after they played a, a, a really, really good first half. Opelika has played really, really well. The, and – yeah. Oh, we're, we're bringing that the is the that is the starting offense, and that is Clyde Pittman. And nope, now nope. they're going to bring the. Oh, what do we? What do we? And now Auburn will, will run the field goal field goal kickers out. Opelika will now send their group out there. If you got a fake, this is a great time to do it because you got everybody thinking all over the place. Yeah, I, I wonder if maybe they're trying to get uh, too many people on the. Best is your field goal kicker for the Tigers. And Auburn is throwing a oh. fake. And they got him open. It's Clyde Pittman. He catches it at the they 10. A There's a flag on the play. It is a touchdown. We'll see what the flag is. Etheridge is not happy. He's already he's already going back there. He's already going to the official. If it doesn't count, this is going to hurt. And it's going to drive us back out of field goal range, too. They Coaches are saying – this should be waved off. It's going to oh! be a touchdown. It's going to be a touchdown. Trickaroo for the Tigers. Yeah. Wow. What a best, a touchdown pass to Clyde Pittman. That's why you send the offense That's and the defense. Was, yep. So that you you he lose Clyde in. Pittman. That's yes. He, he checked in. What The ref threw the flag because he was saying that the, that the offensive guy never came in right. and declared him. He didn't go inside the numbers. That's correct. But he did because he started, in the, he started out there in the huddle. He, he was the quarterback. Holy cow. Wow. 12.2 left to go. Will Best from 20 yards out to Clyde Pittman. <laughs> Makes this a two-point game, and Auburn's going to chase some points here early, and they were lined up for a jumbo, and Opelika calls a timeout, and it might just be so they can yell at some officials now. Man, no kidding. So we'll have to describe that again. So Auburn Auburn comes out in their, in their starting offense. They bring Clyde Pittman back out. Yep. He wasn't the quarterback on this drive. And that's, that's something I noticed immediately. They align in an offensive formation, and then immediately they run their, their kicking team out. Opelika then then brings their field goal block team out, and there's confusion because they run about three guys off to exchange for three guys that are going to be jump men for them. And as in the process of Auburn bringing in their field goal team, they leave Clyde Pittman right over here on the uh, sideline and they snap that ball straight to Will Best, and he Man. just makes a fantastic throw over probably his first touchdown in, yeah. in his Auburn career, yeah, I would first, imagine. First touchdown, first passing touchdown for Will Best. The other thing is they waited for the offense to almost get all the way off the field. They did, yep. They play, ran the play clock yeah. down to about uh, four seconds. Here comes motion for the Tigers, going for two. Pittman has it, rolling out. He's got him open. He's in the end zone. Give him two, and we're tied with 12.2 left to go here. We're tied 21-21. What crazy things happen in Auburn and Opelika, and we just saw a pretty darn crazy drive there. We'll be back in 30 seconds. We're tied. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. NMLS number 403461. 
Auburn High School football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Will Best from 20 yards out to Clyde Pittman ties this thing up at 21-21 with 12.2 left to go. And now kicking off will be Towns Magoo. Man, what a, what a swing. That was a fantastic yeah. play call. A lot of in-depth execution had to go into that play working the way that it did. Magoo will send it deep, and it will be taken in the end zone, and Opelike will take over at the 20-yard line. So on that play, Auburn calls a timeout. Davis Harson drove them from the four down to the 20-yard line, facing a fourth and ten. They send the offense out there with Clyde Pittman and then decide to send their field goal unit on, making it look like they just want to open like and maybe call a timeout, which they should have, hindsight, and, and everything like that. And then uh, they, they just sneak Clyde Pittman and keep I, him on the field. I'm guessing we didn't send a lineman out there because I didn't notice anything about the formation looking odd. We had a holder. We had two wing guys. I mean, we had everything that looked like a normal field goal, and they just snapped it directly to, uh, to the kicker. And uh, Best makes a, just an accurate yep. throw out here. That was not an easy throw. That was from the hash mark over there all the way to the numbers. And he put it on the money. Now, here's now, a, now Auburn needs to watch for yeah. something. Make sure there's no trickery here. Gagliano will take it, and that'll do it, I believe, here for the halftime. As before we send it to half, Jack, don't get run over by the coaches. What was that scoring drive for Auburn High School to tie things up? Got a big drive for Auburn there to close the half. Nine plays. They go 96 yards from the four-yard line. A couple of big plays on there. Davis Harson hitting Ian Nation a couple of times. Ian already at, get this, 154 yards in the first half. And finally, that big pass from Will Best to Clyde Pittman from 20 yards out. Tie ball game at the half. Holy cow, what a, what a first half. Opelika's passing game is humming right now. The Auburn offense has been fine. They, they've, had to, uh, they've had to punt once. Opelika's had to punt once. The PAT is swiped off. We're all even. We'll do it all again in the second half. On the other side of this break is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now? My joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. 
Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission? Serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Halftime at Duck Sanford Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. Auburn and the Crosstown Dogs of Opelika High School knotted in a deadlock at 21-21. Boy, what an exciting first half. Couple of big-time plays, including a fake field goal with 20 seconds left in the half. From Will Best to Clyde Pittman, Will Best's first completion as a Tiger goes for 20 yards and a touchdown. Then Auburn tacks on the two-point conversion, tying it up at 21-all here at the half. Boy, a couple of big numbers in the first half. Roman Gagliano throwing for over 200 yards for the Dogs through the first 24 minutes. On the Auburn side of things, it's Ian Nation's world. Uh, well, it's Ian's nation, I guess. We're just living in it. Seven catches for 154 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion have set the Tigers up for a comeback win here inside the Duck. Once again, 21-21, your halftime score. Auburn on top of Okalaika. And with the bands on the field, it's time now for your halftime recap of the action thus far. Opelika got the scoring started today. Four plays into this ballgame. Roman Gagliano with a big pass to Jamari Miller, 64 yards down the field, and then a quarterback sneak from the one later put the dogs up 7-0. Auburn answered with a quick touchdown of their own in that first quarter. Clyde Pittman marches the offense down the field and hits Ian Nation from 40 yards out on third and eight. Extra point was missed, so not a tie ball game quite yet, but makes it 7-6. Auburn would force a three and out from Opelika on the next possession, and then on their own drive, Auburn would take it the distance again. A total on that second drive of 78 yards on eight plays. D.V. Williams caps it off with a 15-yard run. The big play, Jack Hudson he, uh, hauls it in from Davis Harson from 25 yards out. Opelika, not to be outdone, though, came right back out on their third drive of the evening. Bryce Speakman gets a touchdown pass from Robin Gagliano from 24 yards out on a second and six. The Dogs come back and take a one-point lead. Then it was Auburn going three and out. Davis Harson in the offense couldn't move the ball very well. Excuse me, Clyde Pittman out on that drive in the offense, not able to move the ball on that particular drive. And then the Dogs came back three plays later, a six-yard run by Caden Cooper after a big 41-yard catch by the Opelika senior. And Opelika was up 21-13. to 13. And just before the half, maybe the most exciting play of the evening thus far, Auburn drives almost the length of the field. Davis Harson, 96-yard drive, gets the Tigers down to the 20-yard line. Auburn lines up for the field goal, but sneaks Clyde Pittman in. And Will Best pitches it to him from 20 yards out. Clyde Pittman able to rumble his way into the end zone. Boy, what a play call by Coach Keith Esridge and the offense. Two-point conversion was hauled in by Ian Nation. And after all of that, we are knotted up at 21 apiece. Let's look at your halftime statistics now. Roman Gagliano, the quarterback for the Opelika Dogs, is having himself an evening. 10 for 13, that's a 77% completion percentage, 208 yards, and a touchdown already for the Opelika Dog play caller. Makai Simpson, three attempts on rushing yards with six. Uh, six rushing yards, that is. Roman Gagliano, four rushes for four yards and a touchdown. 
Calvin Hewley does get on the action as well. He gets a carry, no yards picked up on it. Caden Cooper, a carry with six yards, and Ja'Cory Thornton also a carry for 12 yards going back to Cooper. Caden Cooper does have two uh, or one of the two Opelika rushing touchdowns on the evening. On the receiving end of things, it's been Opelika throwing the ball all over the yard. Jamari Miller, three catches for 92 yards. He's leading the dogs in yards. Caden Cooper, four catches for 71 yards. He leads the dogs in catches tonight. Jordan Tolbert, a catch for 14 yards. Calvin Hewley, a catch for seven yards. And Bryce Speakman, of course, the catch for 24 yards and the touchdown for Opelika. Get them to 21 points total. For the Auburn offense, on the other hand, Clyde Pittman, the record touchdown, the record touchdown passer for the Auburn High Tigers, five for six for 92 yards on the evening. A touchdown catch and a touchdown pass for Pittman. Davis Harson, six for seven, 119 yards as he led that Auburn offense down the field on that 96-yard drive. And finally, in the passing column, Will Best, a completion and 20 yards and a touchdown for Will Best, the kicker, his first touchdown and his first completion as an Auburn Tiger. On the rushing end of things, D.V. Williams uh, hurt but not out tonight. 11 attempts on 34 yards, uh, a touchdown for D.V. in that first half. Clyde Pittman with two rushes for seven yards. Finally, Davis Harson gets in on the action with a rush for one yard. On the receiving end of things, boy, just like Opelika, Auburn has aired it out. Seven catches for Ian Nation and 154 yards. A touchdown for Nation as well as a two-point conversion. Marcellus Josephson has a catch for 10 yards. Logan Blomeyer hauls one in for seven yards. D.V. Williams also catches one from Davis Harson for 15 yards. And finally, Jack Hudson hauls in one for 25 yards. Both teams spreading things out among a lot of of different players tonight and we are in for a heck of a second half. Now that we've gone through the statistics, let's run through the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Frankly service, friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn, Alabama. In Alabama Class 7I, 7A high school football that is Prattville and Enterprise in the second quarter, just about to head into halftime, and this is a bit of a surprise. Prattville on top of Enterprise, 28-7. The Lions started off this season 2-2 two and two, and have now come back. They beat Opelika last week, this Opelika team, and now defeating Enterprise. Enterprise with a winning record of their own. We'll keep you updated on that one as we move forward in the night. James Clemens and Sparkman, 21-10 up in North Alabama. 28-0 Mary Montgomery over Davidson right now at halftime. Florence and Bob Jones, the Falcons defeating Bob Jones right now, 28-7. That one still in the second quarter. In the Birmingham area, Tuscaloosa County travels to Spain Park up on top of Park. That is 17-7 also in the second quarter. And then finally at the half, Hewitt Trustful going into Thompson and shutting out that Thompson offense in the first half. It's 6-0 in Birmingham. Once again, your halftime score between these two teams, 21-21. Auburn and Opelika. Let's go ahead and take you through a couple of uh, scores going on in college football right now, as well as what's happening throughout the weekend within college football. The game of the night, Washington and UCLA hasn't quite kicked off yet, but that'll be a Friday nighter. Should get underway in about 20 minutes here. The Huskies and Bruins both 4-0, trying to keep their undefeated seasons alive. Michigan and Iowa started off tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Fox. A Big Ten matchup between a 4-0 and a 3-1 team. That one at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa. Iowa a uh, not, not a favorite in that one. Michigan a favorite, a 10.5-point favorite there. Kentucky and Ole Miss also going on tomorrow at Vaught-Hemingway. 
Battle of four and O teams there. At 11, Oklahoma and TCU in Texas. TCU underdogs by five and a half. Purdue and Minnesota at 11 as well. Texas Tech and Kansas State will get it going in Manhattan at 11 a.m. Oregon State and Utah also at 11 a.m. local time in Salt Lake City. Utah 10 and a half point favorites in that one. Alabama and Arkansas get the CBS primetime spot. A couple of ranked teams going at it. Alabama at four and O. The Hogs at three and one trying to pull the upset. 17 point underdogs in that one. Rutgers and Ohio State on the Big Ten Network at 2.30 tomorrow. Ohio State big favorites in that one. Oklahoma State and Baylor, a couple of three-win teams going at it at 2.30 on Fox tomorrow. Northwestern and Penn State get going at 2.30, that one on ESPN. 2.30 as well, Wake Forest and Florida State. The 4-0 Florida State Seminoles trying to keep that record going at 2.30 tomorrow, once again on ABC. Texas A&M travels to Starkville, Mississippi to play Mississippi State, a battle of three-and-one teams. a and trying to remain in that top 25 conversation. That gets going at 3 o'clock. And then in the nightcap, it's Georgia and Missouri starting at 6.30 on the SEC Network. And just 30 minutes before that, it is the game that most people around this area will talk about. It's the Auburn-LSU game going on at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Get your tickets now. And, hey, don't forget to tune in tomorrow to After the Game with myself and Carter Bird. We'll break down the entirety of the action right after that game goes final. Moving on through the night, 6.30 tomorrow on ABC NC State. And Clemson. Clemson a touchdown favorite there. Also at seven, Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh a favorite by 22 in that one. That one on seven on the ACC network. Finally, in the night night cap, Arizona State and USC. USC and Lincoln Riley trying to keep that momentum going and get to a 5 0 mark. 9 30, that'll take place on ESPN. And then finally, 10 o'clock tomorrow night. The latest of late games, Stanford and Oregon going at it in Autzen Stadium in Oregon. Former Auburn quarterback Bo Nix trying to defeat the Cardinal and move his Ducks to 4-1 and one on the season. That'll do it for the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Once again, that scoreboard update brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin East University Drive in Auburn, Alabama. Band on the field for Auburn High School. About eight and a half minutes left to go until we get back to action. So, tell you what we'll do. Let's go ahead and send it to break. Come right back and get some thoughts from Scott Bagwell and Rob Pate. And then we'll try to get up, catch up with Keith Esridge down on the sideline. You're listening to Auburn High School football on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Excitement is in the air at Kia of Auburn. Mascots, marching bands, historic rivals, and school chants. Football season is finally here. Kia of Auburn is proud to be a supporter of Auburn Tiger football and athletes. And no matter what team you pull for, you'll always be a winner in a new Kia. From Kia of Auburn, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, hybrids, or electric, we have them all. Our sales and service teams are here to serve you. Stop in in person or online at KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want. Or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome in to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic with location with East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Sky Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate. And Rob, this is a situation. It feels like what two, what which team safeties are gonna are gonna hold up? Auburn right now, their safeties are biting. They're out of position. Opelika's safeties have been beaten over the top a couple times, and uh, feels like which you know which defense is gonna be able to to figure out the these offenses who have had some success. Yeah, that Auburn defensive uh, backfield is, is really trying to just piece things together today because of some injuries. Uh, Graham Young goes down uh, on the first series um, with. Uh, you know, just uh, with some uh, some sort of injury that he has, and uh, really that first half was was highlighted by outstanding quarterback play yes. on both sides of the ball. I mean, both Auburn quarterbacks, uh, Clyde Pittman, Davis Harson, had great first halves, and the Gagliano kid across the uh, the way from from Opelika was special, and uh, really delivered uh, and, and just put the team on his back yeah. basically and carried them that first half. Um, we'll see. You're right. Uh, it's going to come down to big plays, and, and the thing we talked about. I mean, my key going into this game was be prepared for four-quarter war. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's looking like it's going to play out that way. It's kind of an interesting as we get here. I mean, you can make an argument for both sides to feel like you're in a good spot. If you're Opelika, you probably felt like you played better. Yeah. Um, and you're like, all right, fine, we'll go into the second half. We'll continue doing what we're doing and we'll be fine. And if you're Auburn, you're feeling like we just absorbed their best half of football. We didn't necessarily play our best. And we found a way to get even, and now we get the ball to start the game or yeah, start the half. That's correct. You know, I think Auburn thought they could lean on that run game a little heavy, and, and Opelika just did a good job of taking it away. I, and, and so you're right. I think Opelika probably said, hey, if we got a duel of quarterbacks here, we feel pretty good with our guy, even though he's the junior and, uh, you know, he's doing it by himself and Auburn's rotating two guys in. I think Auburn's really going to want to become more physical in the second half and really attack get that running game going and know that both these quarterbacks are hot. If we need to deliver through the air, we can. But I think you're exactly right, Scott. This first drive is, is going to be all important. Auburn deferred. Um, Opelika made them pay. And now Auburn needs to return the favor right here to start the second half. The other thing is I thought um, you had a, a couple of big momentum swings there. But Opelika scoring two straight touchdowns fairly quick, and then the ball goes out at the four-yard line yeah. on, on a mental mistake by Auburn. To go 96 yards for a touchdown right before half was massive. Yeah, and there was only about four minutes left on the clock. And, and don't forget about that catch that Ian Nation made with uh, where he just pinned that thing yeah. to his shoulder. That's That was the catalyst of that uh, drive. Davis Harson made a nice throw right there. And then the outstanding play call on fourth down to, uh, to fake the field goal and, and hit Clyde Pittman out here on the sidelines. To, to have that jolt, that shot in the arm right before the half, 
I don't know how this Auburn team doesn't come out in a rivalry game like this with so much on the line, juiced and amped and ready to uh, just take this game over in the second half. Yeah, and then we'll see what happens. I mean, that's going to be the big thing. I'm trying to get some things plugged up so that we can go ahead and send it down to to Coach and Jack because I know that Jack is it has Coach down there. We're doing some on-the-fly adjustment here. And I know that, uh, Jack, uh, I got you. If we can – you can hear me. Go ahead and take it away. And thought we had him. All right, Scott, down here there on the go. field with Coach Keith Etheridge. Sorry about that. Had a couple technical difficulties down here. Coach, uh, standing beside you in the end zone here, we talked a little bit about it, but uh, great call there at the end of the first half. What did you see on that fake field goal? I mean, just, you know, it's a play where we bring the guys off and, you know, we got a, we got a wide out that's inside the numbers before the, before the whistle, when the whistle blows and then he, he comes outside and they didn't see him. So uh, we were able to capitalize on that. But, you know, I, you know, before that we get a personal foul penalty that backs us way up, which was, you know, questionable to me because before the play, the guy had him by the face mask pushing it. But, you know, they always get that second guy. You know, that's why you tell your kids don't react, just play. You know, so we just got to be smart there. And, you know, we don't put ourselves in that situation where we have to, you know, run that play. We could just, you know, just run in it. <laughs> just, but we've been moving the ball on offense. We just got to get that. We got to get a couple stops on defense. We got to lock up and tackle. We missed some tackles in the first half. So, you know, we just got to got to have a better second half. Coach, you talk about your offense, and we talked about it right before uh, we came on the air here, but just talk about what you saw from your offense and then uh, what needs to happen from your offensive game plan to, to continue that success moving forward. Uh, just gotta get, we just got to get some push up front. Got to get some push up front. Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, Coach, one more question here. Uh, band's still on the field, so we got a couple minutes left. i got to uh, send you over to the sideline, but Opelika with some good athletes. What can you do on defense to stop that attack? Uh, we just got – you know they're good all over the place. They got some athletes, and we just gotta, we just gotta, gotta continue to grind. You know this, this is what we expect with this football guy. They got a real good football team, and we do too. So just you know, we just gotta continue and win, win, win the battle each play. Big second half coming up, Coach. Appreciate the time. Go get with your team, Scott. Rob, back up to you guys. Thanks, Jack. And now let's send it to a break. When we come back. We'll have the second half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Second half on the way. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing the radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and hard work to build a strong national defense and to protect our deeply held values like the right to life and our Second Amendment. Mike Rogers continues to fight for our America First agenda. Mike Rogers is our trusted Alabama conservative. Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. On November 8th, please vote for Mike Rogers for Congress. This is Mike Rogers and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Rogers for Congress, P.O. Box 1113, Anniston, Alabama 36202. 
You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Tonight's game audio stream is presented by Mike Rogers for Congress, Alabama's trusted conservative. On November 8th, please vote Mike Rogers for Congress. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeff Coat Trant, Auburn Bank, Kia of Auburn, University Ace Hardware, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. Welcome back to Doug Sanford Stadium. Scott Bagwell here as uh, joined by Rob Pates as... We're about to start the second half here, and if you told me at the beginning of the game that we're going to be tied 21-21, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I am kind of surprised of how we got there. Opelika with not a lot of run game. They got it late in that last touchdown drive against uh, against the Tigers. Yeah. Um, Gagliano has been very, very good. We were, I was told that they'll be able to spin it. He can spin it. they yeah. got some receivers that can go get it. Um, Auburn's offense has been efficient. Opelika's offense has been efficient. And what usually is a defensive slugfest, we got some points here. Well, you know, both teams at the end of that first half seemed to find what they wanted to do on the ground. And uh, so, you know, whoever is able to capitalize on that and be multi-dimensional offensively, I think is going to have a big, big strategic advantage here in the second half. Both of these units are going to have to shore up their secondaries because uh, both teams getting big junk plays. Yeah. Um, in the passing game. Um, I think vital is Auburn to take this opening kickoff right here and, and put some points on the board. Both teams in that first uh, half had four drives. Both times, or both teams had three touchdowns. Both teams punted once. Auburn needs to, uh, um, to, to capitalize on that momentum they took in at halftime and score here. Yeah, and, um, you know, it was it such, there was a couple of times in that first half where it felt like Opelika was on the verge of taking it. Yeah. Auburn has to take over at their four-yard line, down eight. They get the drive, fourth down. It feels like it's a field goal. And high school football, let's face it, a field goal can be interesting. Yeah. You think college kickers is a thing. Uh, hashtag high school kickers would be even be more of a thing. Oh, man. But uh, a nice – good job by the staff. The Auburn staff still won there. And, and ties it up. Oh, no doubt. And when they when they direct snapped it to Will Best and I saw nobody going out for a pass, I was like, what, are, are we going to punt the ball? What in the world are we doing? But then they they were, man, they had one-upped everybody with Clyde Pittman on the sideline. Let's see what Opelika, how they want to kick it off. They will kick it off towards Blomeyer once again, and he will take it into the end zone. He will return it, and actually they will say that Blomeyer was standing in the end zone when he uh, when he received the ball. So Auburn will take over at their 20-yard line, which is their best field position of the night. Yeah, great opportunity right here for this team to, to just establish the momentum, um, just set the tone for what this second half looks like. Um, see if you can't get that ground game going. See if you can't stay ahead in the, in the chains because we had a lot of third and long this, that we yep. had to uh, convert. We did it nicely, but that's just not where you want to be offensively. A set here, two by two, look for the Tigers. Kind of a zero high look for Opelika. 
Pittman in the gun, and he's going to inside read, and he's going to keep it, keeps his feet. He's at the 30, 35, 40, 45, cuts back, and hangs on to the ball. Yeah, nice job there sure by was. the defensive player for Opelika coming from behind of Pittman, almost knocked it out. Gain of 31 on the play, first down Tigers. Yep, you're exactly right, Scott. Uh, Pittman had nothing but green grass, and as he tries to cut towards the Auburn sideline, number 22, the outside linebacker for uh, – uh, for, for Opelika, Will Garner, he just ripped at that ball, punched from behind, and uh, we're able to capitalize on a big play and maintain possession. Pittman drops back. Here comes a linebacker over the middle. He finds his receiver in Josephson. Josephson makes the guy miss, cuts back up the middle. He'll get hit hard there and get close to first down yardage, coming back and making the play. Brenton Williams, the big defensive lineman, gain of nine, first or second down and one. And there's something that Opelika has seen on film. When we get in that formation, they keep dropping that defensive tackle off into that throwing lane, and that time he was almost there to intercept yeah. that pass. So uh, good job by Josephson to maintain uh, the, the concentration to pull that thing in. Pittman in the gun. Here comes motion by Blomeyer. Inside handoff to DV. DV bounces off. Should have his first down yardage. He's going to be close to it. And that's something that we've seen DV do a lot. Very good patience and then breaking it out. It's time for him to stay vertical this, this time. And this is something that DV ran into an issue last year in this big games and really against Central where he was almost too patient and just wouldn't put his foot in the ground and go vertical. Yeah, he, he's done a lot better when he gets north and south. That's how he scored his first touchdown tonight. It was right over the, the center, and every time we try to go sideways, this Opelika defense is running well to the football and limiting the uh, the yardage. First and 10 at the Opelika 39-yard line here on the initial drive of the second half. DV up the middle. Now he is very patient. He's going to pick and choose his way close to the 35, gain of about four on the play, second down and six. Yeah, presses the hole. He just kind of waits for everything to, to get flushed out of there, and then he jumps over the uh, – um, the people that are lying on the ground and uh, just does a really good job of just kind of weaving his way for, for four yards right there on first down. Third quarter here, 10-10 left to go. We're tied in Auburn on their first drive, on the first drive of the, of the second half. Have it with a second down and about six from the Opelika 35-yard line. Pittman in the gun, DV next to him on his left. Claps a hand, drop back is Pittman. Looking over the middle, has his out route. Wildmeyer makes the catch. Great catch, great hands, and a nice route down to about the 20-yard line. They'll put it at the 19. That moves Auburn into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, they had flood concept over here to the Auburn boundary, and they had everyone, you know, all, all three zones. Somebody was in it. Blomeyer was in that middle zone right there, and that pass was thrown on a rope. Blomeyer goes up and, and climbs the ladder to make an outstanding catch with his hands puts Auburn into the red zone. Gain of 16 on the play. McLean in motion now. Here he comes. And a hands out, inside handoff to DV. No, once again, Pittman keeps his – will keep it. He'll stay on the ground. Will lean forward, get a couple. That one also felt like it was close to, to busting. And Auburn looks like the – they're starting to move the read point and, and starting to have some more success in that run game, second and eight coming. Yeah, the, the quarterback keeping the ball is making all the difference in the world and opening those run lanes and keeping those linebackers frozen. I think that time, though, was one where he probably should have given yep. it because uh, because DV had a big lane over the right side. One of those things where he can't read the hole there. He's, he's just reading yeah. what he has. Rolled to the right for Pittman, has his tight end, and Griffin McLean. There is the outside linebacker. Gain of three is going to bring up a third down at about six at the 15-yard line. Yeah, same play, opposite side. That was the same formation, the same play design that uh, that Auburn hit Blomeyer on to get into this position. That time he checks it down to the uh, tight end coming in the flat. McLean makes a nice catch. 
but uh, Opelika right there to uh, limit the, the yards after the catch. It's going to make a third and uh, right at about six. Eight and a half left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers will send two receivers to the right, a solo receiver to the left, and a tight end attached, and Griffin McLean almost just might throw a fade ball to Ian Nation. Nation will check onto the line of scrimmage. Here comes motion for Blomeyer, and it's a keep for Pittman, and he's into the open field, has his first down, comes wow. back, makes a great cut, runs over a guy yeah. in the end zone. You see his touchdown, Tigers. Woo. What a run from Clyde Pittman from 15 out. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yes, sir. I mean, that's a senior quarterback right there that wants to win. And, uh, man, that play looked like it was blown up in the backfield. But he gets loose and makes this zigs and zags all down to the goal line. And then inside the five-yard line, he just puts his elbow. We saw him do that to end a drive in yeah. the first half. And this time it's, it's for, uh, for a touchdown to go up. Auburn regains the lead right there on an outstanding run by the quarterback. Towns Magoo in to attempt the PAT. Low snap, kick is up, and that kick is good. 8.06 left to go here. Tigers got exactly what they wanted, and that was a touchdown drive and lead by seven. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 8.06 left to go here. Bill Belichick had kind of made it popular talking about the middle part of the game that he calls on the middle eight. Well, Auburn just scores right before half to tie it in a, in a still fashion and then right down the field for about a four-minute four drive. And, uh, and Auburn High School now has a seven-point lead. 28-21 is our score. Magoo will approach, and he'll send it towards the end zone, and it will be a touchback. That one about six yards deep. Jack, Auburn High had an impressive scoring drive on that on that opening drive. What was it? 80, 80 yards. 80 yards in eight. Excuse me, Scott. 80 yards in eight plays. Clyde Pittman give him 50 of those on the ground and a 15-yard touchdown for the senior quarterback, Scott. Yeah, that was an impressive, impressive drive. Clyde Pittman hits, it was a, a midline read, first play all the way to the 50. He finishes at it. He also had a couple of nice passes yeah. in there. That was a very, very nice drive by Clyde Pittman. Opelika, I'm surprised that they're getting so much time to be able to make a play call right there, and the White Hat has not signaled it in. And finally, he will. And, and here we go. Tigers have a lead. We'll see what the adjustment is for the defense. Um, I think it's going to be a play a little bit softer and see what happens. <laughs> Gagliano in the gun, two-by-two two set here. And he's going to snap his hands, and he's going to – it's an outside zone. Auburn does a good job initially, but just picking and choosing his way, being patient, is the back there for Opelika. It's number 20 on the play, Jakari Thornton. I thought Auburn was going to just string it out and then go make a play, but puts his foot in the gown, gain of 20, first down. Yeah, it sure did look like that. That time it wasn't really off tackle. He kept going all the way to the sidelines, and he finally found his alley. Mark Tolan does a great job of chasing him down from the opposite side defensive end down the Opelika sideline, or else that thing may have gone even further. Interesting to see. It's been a lot of success for Opelika running to the left. Yeah. 
here in the last couple of drives for the tie or for the dogs against Auburn. Here comes orbit motion for Opelika. And it's again to the left. Coleman Granberry almost makes the play. And then there on the play is Deuce White. Gain of about one. Opelika wanted a face mask. Uh, Octavian Brown wanted a hold. Either way, no flags. Gain of one, second nine. Well, it was a big play right there by, by Deuce White that you said. T- took him down with one arm, but uh, Coleman Granberry had, t- had taken a shallower angle right there and had undercut the play. And so there was no linebacker over the top. If that play busts out, then that could have gone for a big play. Right now it looks like Opelika is deciding to run away from their tight end and running right at Cade Rayburn. Into the gun, Gagliano was going to roll out, looking for his receiver behind him. Uh, it was good coverage there from the inside from Brown and also Pete Davis adding pressure. Third down and nine, time to get off the field if you're this defense. Yep, absolutely. That uh, they, Opelika moves the pocket. They, they, they really respect this Auburn rush and the ability to get people home, so they, they roll their quarterback to the right and just try to flood concept. And uh, Octavian Brown kind of got in the throwing lane right there, but uh, nice coverage. You're exactly right, Scott third and long, get off the football field, and this place goes crazy. Caleb Pitts checks into the game, as does Will Walker in a pass rush situation, and the the front four have to get home. Here comes motion for Opelika into a three-by-one set. Gagliano's going to drop back, wants a comeback route, and they were going to attack Jaden Walker. Not bad coverage. It was going to take a great throw, high and outside, incomplete punting time. Yep, they, they look like they're going to go straight for the uh, just run by him like they did in the uh, uh, previous drive in the end of the first half. They threw a beautiful ball to get the ball down there uh, for their last touchdown, but that time he stops at the sticks but just overthrows him. That was probably the worst pass that uh, that he's thrown this game. Auburn doesn't have the right numbers here. They they're they got three and two. They're trying to get people over here. Opelika is trying to signal in something. Again, Gagliano is the punter, and, and I mean, that's your quarterback back there, so – all kind of different options. Under center now is Opelika goes. Is, there's a bunch of weirdness going on here. Three seconds, two seconds, one second, and Opelika is going to take a delay. Holy cow. Yeah. That almost felt like Opelika decided to play chest here. Yep. And, and, and Auburn, um, Auburn doesn't fall for it. Um, Opelika takes the five-yard penalty, and uh, it's not – there wasn't a timeout called. I don't know. Auburn needs to make sure they're ready to go. Auburn's got to go. Auburn's got to go. go. Call your timeout. Call your timeout. Call your timeout. And he snapped oh. it over the punter's head. Auburn was not ready in any way. Gagliano gets it. He falls down, and it's a safety wow. for the Tigers. Holy cow. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Never seen anything like that, Scott. Never seen anything like that. Opelika looked like they wanted to they Auburn thought a timeout was called nothing was called Opelika rushes their punt team out yep. there Auburn very slow getting out there they still had people standing there on the sideline Opelika was not going to punt that ball Opelika no, Opelika was going to go for it yeah but Opelika was about to go for it to snap it to their quarterback and what Holy cow. And, then, and now it's a safety. Tigers lead 30-21. to 21. And so in, instead of Opelika having an Auburn defense trying to run back on the field, 
What ends up happening is as the snapper snaps the ball over the head into the end zone, I mean, 40 yards, 35 yards into the end yeah. zone, and Gagliano has to fall on it in the Auburn uh, and he's, in the Auburn end zone. He's 6'4", so that means that ball was like seven feet tall yep. coming over his head. If he gets it, he's running. He might they, score. They, they out-chest themselves right yeah. there. That was that was their coaching staff wanting to one-up that Auburn they coaching staff for the, what yeah. they did with, uh, with the heads-up play on the fake field goal. They tried the exact same thing calling what looked like took a penalty. Yeah. Auburn thinks it's a timeout. They come over with their helmets off. Opelika sprints back out onto the football to try to get a play as Auburn's running their guys back on the field. It was wide open. Yeah. I mean, they had it set up, yep. and, and, and Opelika just didn't execute. And that's something where the I know I was calling it. The coaches up here have to be <laughs> calling for it. The problem is you need a coach with a headset yeah. on down there to call a timeout. Let me tell you what, I, I, I don't know how Auburn didn't have multiple guys on the field after I all that. I think they had you know? six on the field. Yeah. There weren't many. No. I mean, maybe maybe six guys. I mean, we most of our guys were on this side of the hash, and the ball was on the far hash. So, just a just a blown opportunity right there for Opelika and a huge swing for Auburn. It has been a interesting game, to say the least. And this one will be kicked right down the middle of the field. Ian Nation will take it to the near side. And he's got a seam. And he's at the 45. He's going to run out of bounds. And... At about the 47-yard line is where Auburn High School will take over first down and uh, 10 in Opelika territory. Yeah, Auburn gets a good block on that uh, kickoff return right there by 88. Gibson Lowridge out here on the uh, uh, on the corner uh, allows Ian Nation to get up the sideline, and Auburn, like you said, uh, almost the midfield to start this drive after just an incredible uh, sequence of events right there. Their best field position of the night at the 47-yard line. Wow. Pittman stays in the game at quarterback, claps his hand inside read to D.V. Williams, and D.V. runs hard. We saw him get very north and south there, gained about three on the play, and there's some conversations going on up the middle there about because it, it felt like, again, you were one one block away because there were two guys in the, in the read situation there, second down and seven. Yeah, Pittman rode that one for a long time. Pittman drops back, wants the wheel route, has Nation on a flat back corner and just a little bit outstretched, third and seven. Yeah, if he just puts a little bit more air on that one, then that's another big play for Ian Nation down the Auburn sideline. Uh, had what, exactly what they wanted, but uh, just a uh, little too much mustard on that pass there. Even more so, the post was wide open to McLean. <laughs> they, yeah. What was not open is the initial read on that play, and that is the wheel. They, they ran three people to D.V. Williams on the wheel. Pittman claps his hands, drop back, steps up, wants his comeback route, has his receiver. That's Jack Hudson. Jack Hudson, first down yardage to wow. about the 30-yard line, carries a couple of guys uh, on his back. That's going to be a gain of about 21 yards first down on a big third down and seven. Yeah, great throw right there on third down because that was on the left hash mark. He throws it outside the numbers to the Opelika sideline, puts it right on the money to Hudson, and Hudson then carries about three guys, like you just said, for an additional five yards. Big, big play right there to keep the sticks, keep the momentum on this Auburn side. First time since the Enterprise game that we see Auburn roll with the same quarterback in back-to-back uh, -back drives. First down and 10, right at about the 30-yard line. Pittman in the gun, and now they'll start their motion with McLean. And it's a bubble to Nation. Nation looking for some help. We'll put his face, face out. There should be a face mask, and it, it's missed. Holy cow. 
It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's missed. Yeah. It's a loss of two on the play, second down and 12, but Ian Nation head goes flying back, and that official is going to have to wear that one for the next about five to ten plays. Yeah, they definitely missed that one, and he'll hear about it. I keep seeing D.V. Williams reach down and pull up on his toe. It makes me think maybe he's having a cramp in his uh, in his right calf, yeah. so we'll have to kind of see that out. I also think that, uh, you know, with the way that uh, Clyde Pittman's throwing the ball, I mean, plus his his ability to, to keep the ball on the zone read is a big reason why he's still in there. Here comes Blomeyer, and, and Pittman keeps it, makes one guy miss, and will kind of back his way across the 30-yard line, picks up about four, third and 12, or second and 12, goes to about third down and eight. Yeah, should should have been a first down after the uh, the fly or the the no call right there yeah. on the face mask, but uh, Auburn kind of just lumbering around right here as the play clocks. Well, you got an Opelika guy. Oh, down. I, I see, I see. Well, he just went down, and something you just mentioned about DV pulling on his toe. I think a lot of athletes, when it is 95 degrees, are very, very much aware of the heat and everything like that. It has cooled off a lot. Yep. Doesn't mean your bodies aren't, aren't still using the same amount of energy. So that might be something that's going on here. Is that is that? Right, you don't respect the need to hydrate. I mean, when you know it's hot, you know you're going to be out here, then you think about it all day. You make sure that you've got the uh, the juices in yep. your body. You eat well. When you know it's going to be cool, then you think, well, I, I don't have I'm to do fine. that. Yeah. And, and then sometimes you pay the price for that. Auburn High School on a big third down and eight. 445 and counting left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers now lead by a score of 30 to 21. Auburn's really done a, uh, a good job of kind of attacking the wide side of the field. The ball's relatively in the middle of the field here, but um, not so much into the boundary over the last couple of possessions. Pittman. Fakes over the middle. Has Clifford McLean at the 10. Carrying a guy into the end zone for a touchdown. From 28 yards out on third and eight, it's a strike from the senior, and the Tigers lead 36-21. to 21. Yeah, that time they got McLean kind of up the sideline right there. It was that uh, what looked like this, the flood combination, but that time he turned it up instead of uh, – instead of going out towards the to the flat. And uh, Pittman does a nice little job with his head and shoulders to, to fake out the uh, the secondary for Opelika. And McLean was wide open, and he and he bulldozes an, an Opelika defender into the end zone for the touchdown. Will Best on to attempt the PAT. 420 left to go here in the third quarter. Auburn High School leads 36-21. to 21. Kick is on the way. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 420 left to go here. Tigers have scored... 16 straight points to take a 16-point lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. 4.20 left to go here. Tigers lead 37-21 to here in the third quarter. Correction, Auburn has scored 24 straight points. They were down 21-13. to 13. Yeah. I need to put this one in the back of the end zone. Magoo will approach. 
He'll kick it away. It is. And it is into the back of yep. the end zone and out of the back of the sure end zone. Was. Hello, Towns. Jack, that was an impressive drive by Clyde Pittman once again. What was it? This. The senior takes him down the field, 53 yards, starting out with really good field position. A couple of runs, a couple of passes later, and Clyde Pittman hits Griffin McLean from 28 yards out, capping off that uh, six-play, 53-yard drive for the touchdown. Back to you, Scott. Uh, it's it's um, funny how things change. It's looking like a fourth and ten. Auburn High is going to have to settle for a field goal. They call the timeout. They run their trick field goal. It works. They tie it. Score touchdown, Opelika wants to run their trick punt. They yeah. have it, snap it over the quarterback's head, and then here we go, Auburn wow. up by two scores. Gagliano in the gun, claps a hand, and wants to hand off to outside zone, and Auburn sures up their right side, the Opelika's left side, loss of two on that one. Yeah, that time Octavian Brown is out there. Also, uh, Coleman Granberry's running inside out, so uh, they're going to get a tackle for loss, put Opelika behind the sticks right here on the, uh, uh, on the initial play of this drive. I think it's been into the boundary as it well. It has been, yeah. I mean, it's almost they're, they're a carbon copy of what Auburn has done all season long. What, uh, but what they have done some is put guys there. So we're just going to put a bunch of guys there, try to get a hat on a hat and go. Two-by-two two set now for Opelika. There is an up back to the left. He'll move over to the right now for Gagliano. Snap it, clap his hands, will step back, and he wants to throw it downfield. Pete Davis is in stride for stride, and it, there was a lot of hand fighting, and that's a great job there by the receiver to turn around and give himself an opportunity to make the play. They were looking for Tyrus Patton, the receiver, incomplete. That was kind of a one-man route, yep. third and 11. It was a good throw, a good opportunity right there by the quarterback, eluding a lot of pressure in the backfield. But truthfully, I think the best – the best play on that particular play was Pete Davis not panicking yeah. because he's all by himself. The ball is in the air. He knows the crowd's rising. He knows there's going to have to be a play on the ball, and he doesn't get handsy right there at the end and get that cheap yeah. flag. He he, hand, he was hand fighting, but but everybody was. Right. Two by two set here. Now Opelika trying to get set as the receiver will move over to the left. Five seconds left to go, and now they just want the out route. The corner oh. slips on it, has the, has the receiver that he wanted, but as that receiver comes out of his break, the ball is a little bit behind him. Incomplete punting time. Once again, let's see if this one is less adventurous than the last one. <laughs> there's, it's got to be. I mean, there's no way it can be more adventurous than that. But, you know, the last two third down opportunities they've had have been third and long. They've run the yeah. exact same play. Two the sticks, run an out route. Last time the quarterback sailed it high. This time he throws it a little bit behind. Should have been caught right there. But uh, they're trying to attack uh, – uh, our, our corner on that side, but just not having success. Gagliano will roll, and he'll hit a rugby punt, and Auburn needs to get away. Yet, yet Ian Nation can't get to that one. It is what it is, and it will be uh, blown dead at about the 34-yard line, and that's where Auburn High School will take over. And Clyde Pittman comes back out. Yeah, you know, Clyde Pittman, he, he's been sharp as attack today. I mean, he, he's looked great. But I, I truly think that he's in because of the command he has when, yeah. he, when he has the offense going. But – its ability to make the, the right decision on the zone read. Auburn has done that more. The quarterback has kept the ball more tonight, and uh, he's made really good decisions using his legs. He's been phenomenal with his arm, but using his legs, he's, uh, he's really made the right choice. I think Davis Harson has played well today. He has. Clyde Pittman has just been special today. That's correct. Here comes McLean in motion, handoff to DV, who was going to put his foot in the ground, and now he's going to bounce back and he's going to lose. 
They'll mark it at two, but again, kind of a weird situation. It looks like there's there's some hats on some some bodies, but then all of a sudden there's there's a couple guys that are coming loose and just a block or two away, loss of two there, second and 12. Yeah, Opelika still fighting, doing a good job of shedding blockers, just, just clogging up the alleyways that DV tries to wait patiently for. Just not a lot of places to go right there over the left side. There's another toe pull that I just saw there. 2.35 left to go here in the third quarter. Pittman will hand it off to DV. No, he keeps it, and he fumbles. As that one, what Opelika has decided to do is when they see that, that mesh situation, it is a, it is now a mesh run. Opelika is not going to let Clyde Pittman sit there and read it because he's proven he'll do it right. That's right. It's now going to be a uh, it's now going to be a rush, and he's got a guess. Third down and twelve. Yeah, they, they attacked it right at that point. You're exactly right, and he's been trying to ride it as long as he can to make the wise choice, and that time almost uh, laid it on the ground. Yeah. See what Auburn High wants to draw up here on a third down and 12. They've been really good on third and distance here tonight. Pittman in the gun. Claps the hands. Play action drops back. Has time. Looking over the middle. Ian Nation wide open. He's at the 40. He's at the 35. He's at the 30. He's at the 25. He's tackled from behind, out of bounds, inside the red zone, which is brought to you by the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast, Byron Smokehouse, and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Holy cow, what a play call. <laughs> Yeah, great play call. You're right, and Nation, man, he's having a night. And that time just attacks the middle, rubs off that uh, that other uh, receiver. It comes right off of his backside. Pittman puts around the money. But I tell you, Scott, most impressed right there with the offensive line. Plenty of time. Opelika brings multiple people, and Auburn holds up in the offensive line front. And Pittman can kind of read it and let that play develop. And, man, it was a big, big gainer. Gain of 56 on the play all the way down to the 18. Pittman in the gun. DV on the rush. He's going to put his foot in the ground. He's going to run hard. He's going to get hit between the two safeties. He's going to get down to about the one or two-yard line to the two. I believe it's going to be first down yardage. It is first down yardage. First and goal gain of 11 on the play. And Auburn's going to go Auburn fast. Auburn goes tempo. DV on the give. He gets hit at the one, and he'll get stuck up there, stuck or stood up there. No gain on the play. And there's going to be a flag, and that should be on Opelika. Yeah, multiple flags. So what happened there is DV got stood up, and then Opelika decided to keep reaching at the ball and keep dragging him back. If this is an offsetting, it's going to be a personal foul on Opelika. Yeah. And Auburn using the opportunity to, to rally the uh, student section what here. Happened and, right there in front of them. Yeah, right, right in front of them. Auburn's trying to, to go up a – a third score right yep. here, and uh, yeah, just taking a taking a lot of hits. The officials are circled around, I, having a lot of discussion. I think what they're trying to figure out is one: was there a punch? Yeah. Is it offsetting? Is it a one-way? What? How do we yeah. want to call this one? After the play, on sport personal foul on Auburn. Dead ball personal foul on Opelika. They were offset as we figured. Second down and goal from the two. Huh. That uh, must have been reactionary where uh, where DV got up and maybe said something or pushed or somebody. Or an offensive or, lineman or, came yeah, in trying, trying to protect, protect him. Yeah. Two tight end set coming for the Tigers, and it will be a kind of a, a heavy set as Clyde Pittman will, will go out to the right and a wildcat look with DV Williams in the gun. DV will have it. 
And will go right off to the right side, and he is short. Third down and goal from the one, and Auburn will look what they want to do. Ian Nation is coming into the game. Does Auburn want to take this to the fourth? Auburn yeah. will take this to the fourth. Yeah, Auburn going to let the play clock or the, the game clock run all the way down and, and walk over to the uh, opposite end of the field and uh, start the fourth quarter with third and one yep. with the opportunity to what score their 31st it, it, point in a row. 31st point in a row. We're through four. Third quarter, all Tigers. Tigers now trying to add another one in the fourth quarter as they face a third down and goal from the one. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories to professional printing to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Start of the fourth quarter here, first, or third and goal from the one. It, this might feel like a little bit of a pop pass right here. Yeah, that's the, what it looks like. DV in the shotgun on a Wildcat. He'll have it, and he'll take. He'll he'll tiptoe. That's the first time we see him just not hit the hole short. Fourth down and goal coming. Yeah, you got to commend Opelika for just standing tall right here. I mean, a lot has not gone their way in this second half, and uh, Auburn got the ball down there first and goal inside the five, and uh, they've held strong right here three plays in a row. I think that, well, that's one where it looks like if DV lowers yeah. his head and goes, it's probably there. Yeah, I agree. Clyde Pittman came running in, and he said, let's go. So we'll see what Auburn wants to do. There's 20 seconds left to go here on the play clock. Clyde will have to strap up the rip protectors, and they'll put in a normal, uh, quote-unquote, normal offense on fourth down and goal from the one. They need to go quick, though. Nine seconds left to go on the play clock. And Auburn will go under center. Clyde Pittman looks to sneak it. it, and they're going to call a false start because D.V. Williams. <laughs> so you called it on Auburn, but, yeah. you, but you didn't get it on, on Opelika because D.V. took this. If D.V. stands still, yeah. it's a touchdown, right. and Auburn will kick the field goal now. Yeah, that's a uh, that's the exact same thing that happened earlier in the game, and it uh, didn't didn't get called. when. And it was a quarterback sneak that Opelika yeah. scored on. But uh, so – Good job right there by uh, by Opelika of uh, of making this three instead of uh, seven. Especially when it was first and goal at like the two-yard yeah, line. Correct. Will Best on to attempt this field goal. It is being spotted at about the 13-yard line. Kick is on his way. Kicks up. He missed it to the right. Yeah, even, even better for them. So now the defense has to come out and make sure that this doesn't create a, a – Momentum a, a, swing. A jolt. Yep, a spark. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn got out of the uh, the typical flow of their offense when they tried to go wildcat, ran it three consecutive times, and just uh, just never could get a push. Ran it right. 
Yeah, never could get a push to uh, to get it over the end zone. That last time, you're right, I think if DV had just put his shoulders down instead of trying to pick a hole, he probably bust through there. Yeah, and there's not really going to be a hole in a goal line situation. It's yeah. a, yeah, it's going to be a create your own hole. You were, we're trying to get a hat on a hat. You find a crease and go. Yep. Tigers still lead by 16, a big stop, and uh, the ball goes to the 20-yard line for the Dogs And their third drive here in the second half. Motion off to the right. Gagliano claps the hands. Outside zone to a slant, has his receiver. Is this an RPO, just an outside zone, and finds Cooper, gain of about six or seven on the play. Yeah, that's his guy. I mean, every big moment, he's looked for 23, and uh, he goes to start this drive back to him, and, uh, you know, we'll see if we can't uh, corral him and and, and limit the opportunities that he has. Something interesting there. Octavian Brown peeled off pretty quick, and we'll see if he might be able to sneak in there and, and pick that one off. Gagliano in the gun, claps the hands. And, again, it's an inside give, and Auburn High has good pressure to the ball, but they go – or pressure on the point of attack. They go for the ball and not the tackle. Yep. Getting to the 30-yard line, gain of three, first down is the Opelika back. Yeah, that's their 10th their grader that, uh, truthfully, I think he needs to play more for them. Every uh, time he's, he's come in, he he's, has really moved the pile forward. The reason he hasn't is he's been hurt. He got hurt against Central and hasn't been 100% since. Well, he, so, he, he definitely looks the part, and yeah. he, he's been a problem as far as moving the, the piles forward. There is a timeout on the on the called by the officials. Looks like we're ready to go pretty quick. Empty set here for the Bulldogs. First time we've seen this look. Looks like it's going to be kind of man across the board for Opelika, or for Auburn rather. Auburn shows pressure. And they'll only bring four. Stick oh. pick. Coleman Granberry at the 20, at the 15, at the 10. Touchdown, <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> oh, wow, man. That's the, the same type of play we saw him make over at uh, the Crampton Bowl. Just an athlete, being an athlete in space, reading the quarterback's eyes. That's the first time I can remember them going five wide. Yeah. Empty, empty backfield. They knew it was going to be a pass. Granberry, middle linebacker, almost becomes a free player. And as they try to run that little quick stick route, he throws it right into the chest of Coleman Granberry, who makes a great catch, carries it onto the end zone untouched. He showed pressure and then dropped out of it and got the pick six. Towns Magoo in to attempt the PAT. Kick is on his way. Kick is up. And that kick is good. 9.46 left to go here. Tigers now lead 44 to 21. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Excitement is in the air at Kia of Auburn. Mascots, marching bands, historic rivals, and school chants. Football season is finally here. Kia of Auburn is proud to be a supporter of Auburn Tiger football and athletes. And no matter what team you pull for, you'll always be a winner in a new Kia. From Kia of Auburn, SUVs, sedans, sports cars, hybrids, or electric, we have them all. Our sales and service teams are here to serve you. Stop in in person or online at KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. all Auburn High School here in the second half. As Auburn looking to be on, they're able to hang on. They'll go 7-0 and go into the bye week, and then we get two weeks to hear about Auburn and Central. (laughs) 
Well, really just a phenomenal job by this Auburn team, Ta taking advantage of every opportunity yeah. in the second half. I mean, they created the momentum when they came out and, and drove the ball down to start that second half, and now at every turn, every time there's a chance, man, they are just making the plays. Magoo kicking off for the Tigers. He will approach. And he will be sent into the end zone. And we'll take this time to take a, ten, a pause, 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Rob Pate, Jack Hudden as well. Drew Forehand back in the Auburn Network studio. Tigers lead this one by a score of 44-21 and a must-score drive here for, the, uh, for, here for the Bulldogs. And I, again, White Hat gave a long time to get for Opelika to get set and, and get their call in, and now they, are, they have their call. It looks like a bunch set, which is to the short side of the field, the, the right side, and they'll, they'll spread out Cooper who's been their best receiver over here to the left. And it's the inside handoff and, and wow. backside zone. Great job there by the Auburn High School defensive line on that one. And let's, before we talk about that, Jack, what was that score? I think it was a quick one. Might have been one play. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Caught me at a bad time there swallowing uh, some water on that one. But uh, a very quick pick six from about 20 yards out. Coleman Granberry runs it in. That's the second time that he scored a touchdown uh, this year. He also had a tip that led to a pick last uh, last week. But Auburn respected the run for Gagliano and then closed in on the backside. Loss of one on that one, second down and 11. Gagliano will hand it off, and now there's a nice cut by Hughley into the open field as Auburn will finally get to him. Actually, check that. That was not Hughley. That was another sophomore, which is Makai Simpson. Yeah, they've got some uh, some really good young backs. You can tell from Opelika. That time that play started right, and he just used his vision to break off to the left. The play prior to that, Rico Spinks had done an outstanding job of coming from the uh, uh, the opposite side to chase down the backside support there. And then uh, this time it just uh, it just kind of backfired as everything washed washed down, and, and Opelika bounces it out down the near sideline. Gaining about 16 on that one. Here comes a little bit of zip motion. Gagliano will drop back, and he wants a go ball. And Jaden Walker running with the receiver incomplete. He might have panicked a little bit. He's jumped on or tried to tackle the receiver. That was going to take a perfect pass as uh, Walker, part of the four-by-one team that won state a year ago for this Auburn High School track team, sowed some good closing speed after getting beat on the initial play. Yeah, he did. And that ball was going to have to, like you said, be placed perfectly. And he threw it just a little bit too far. Gagliano has a great deep ball that he throws where he lets his guys run up underneath it. But uh, – Good closing speed, good job not panicking, and uh, we're talking about a young man, Jaden Walker, that uh, has played a lot of snaps tonight that he probably didn't think he was going to have to. Twin receivers to the left with an up back to the near side, and uh, Octavian <laughs> Brown got a head start, and the running back also got going. So we're going to have to have a conversation here as um, I think it's going to be a false start, judging by what Octavian Brown was saying. I think that guy on the other side says, I don't want to have to explain that this is a false start. And then the other guy saying, I don't want to explain to Auburn it's an offsides. We're going to offset it, I think. Yeah, we're going to get a, we're going to get an illegal procedure and an offsides. False start, an illegal procedure, and an offsides. <laughs> you know, I, I've never seen that. We've seen and it I've twice. seen it twice tonight. I've never seen that. What's, the first one I could kind of get it because Auburn wasn't set and – 
he lined up in the – but this one you had a running back and an outside backer on completely opposite sides of the formation moving at about the same time. Second and ten will be the situation here. 8.33 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers up 44-21. to 21. Gagliano will clap twice and roll right. Auburn High gets pressure. It's going to be a hold, throwing it downfield and incomplete to nobody in particular as uh, Caleb Pitts, the sophomore, was adding pressure. Hold on Opelika, and that's going to be seven yards behind the line of scrimmage, and you're going to take that 17-yard penalty. Oh, absolutely, and you're right. Caleb Pitts on the, uh, coming off the left edge right there, right into the face of Gagliano trying to roll the pocket to the right, and he does a good job because Auburn only rushes four that time, and, uh, and he's able to – fight off the pressure, maintain the edge, and uh, enforce the holding penalty right there. So that's a young player out there playing big minutes for this Auburn defense. We talked about the sophomore backs for Opelika that look pretty good. That's a sophomore defensive yeah, lineman that's had to tackle those guys yeah, you, for you, three years. You, you told me that earlier in the season, and, and he's, uh, he's a big kid that, that uh, can rush the passer. He looks like he's got a, a strong upper body, and uh, – He's really played well for this Auburn Auburn team this year. He's got a chance to be special. Caleb Pitts, 6'3", 260, a sophomore. And the gun, Gagliano, is going to hand off, trying to get to the outside. And on, Auburn does a great job of forcing that. I'm surprised there is no flag yeah. there. As well, you had backers forcing the issue, it's going to be a gain of, let's see, where are they actually going to mark it? It was second down and 24. No, you're exactly right. That time it was Caleb Pitts again that was out there trying to maintain leverage in the edge. But they got around him because his jersey was pulled up yep. over his helmet from the backside. So uh, that time, just a, another, just kind of causing havoc and, and, and making those guys reach out and grab the jersey to keep him contained. Second, or that's going to be a gain of eight. Third down and twelve is the is the down and distance here. Seven forty left to go in the fourth quarter. Tigers leading forty-four to twenty-one. I'm surprised Opelika, you know, with the athlete that Gagliano is, they they don't ever he never keeps it when yeah. when he fakes that ball to the uh, to the deep. To the back. Pass to the near side. Auburn High adding pressure. Clark Cleveland does a great job of honing in on Simpson and is going to be a gain of a couple, maybe none, as some frustration showing, but everybody gets up and, and no harm, no foul. Punting time for the for the Bulldogs. Well, that's something that Auburn defense, I mean, I've just been so impressed since, uh, since my time just watching this team, this program. They do a great job with open field tackling. And that time you got a linebacker in space against an athlete from Opelika. And, man, he just plays it to perfection. He, he doesn't uh, bite on any of the fakes. He stands there and makes a clean open field tackle and gets Auburn off the football field. Rugby punt. Nation will let it go past them. Let it go, buddy. Don't. Yeah. He was lined up to, to play it, and it takes a hop, a hop away from him. It's going to end up being a, a field-flipping uh, punt there for Opelika. And it was one of those things where it looked like Nation was there, and we saw it earlier, got a good got a Bounce. good hop, yeah. and, and, he, and he fielded it and got what he could out of it. That time it bounces away from him. He doesn't put the hand out, plays it safe. And, yeah, Auburn has their worst field position of the half, but you have the ball yeah, with, you're, you're with up, 6.30 left. You're up three scores, and the last thing you want to do is in an attempt to save field position, yeah. give them a, a free possession. So a heads-up play right there by Ian Nation, who I, he's got to be over 200 yards tonight receiving. Pittman in the gun. Inside handoff, DV, not a whole lot there. He's going to be stacked up, and it's going to be a loss of a couple. As um, DV just doesn't look like himself tonight. It's it's 
And I'll give credit to Opelika. I don't think the push has been there as, yeah. as he's used to. Opelika's doing very, very good at the point of attack. They've been able to find ways to get into these gaps. Loss of one on the play, second and 11. There, there's been a couple of times where he's shown burst, and it's been just straight north and south over center. The times where he's tried to bounce it wide, he just hasn't had a lot going for him tonight. Handoff to DV, puts his foot in the ground there, and that time gets, some, gets a push and gets two guys out in front of him. He's going to get eight all the way out to the 20-yard line, set up a third down and short. Yeah, I mean, he, he had some, some, some running room right there. Yeah. I mean, plenty of, uh, of space to operate and uh, is able to put his foot in the ground, make a nice cut, and uh, puts Auburn in a position now where uh, they've got a third and manageable and, you know, just about anything – I probably want to keep the ball on the ground, keep this clock running, but uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe they pull one or a safe pass. You've got a quarterback that's been absolutely on fire tonight. So we'll see how they play this. Two tight ends set for the Tigers with two receivers to the boundary. And McLean will now come into motion. Here he comes. Pittman handed off to DV. DV will put his foot in the ground, and he loses the ball, and that's going to be a touchdown. And that should be a flag for taunting. DV got stood up. Defense alignment snatches the ball away from him and runs for 20 yards. And as he does, pushes Clyde Pittman to the ground and then stares at him for the last <laughs> yard and a half. And Clyde Pittman gets up, gets right in his face, and points right to the scoreboard. <laughs> that was that was kind of a grown man play by the yeah. uh, Opelika defensive tackle right there because he did just rip the ball out. He he didn't know Clyde Pittman was was still back there. Yeah, I think I he was he was going to kind of high step it into the end zone, and all of a sudden Pittman shows up, and uh, uh, and he disposes of Pittman very quickly with a with a, with a stiff arm. 75, Malik Altry, a sophomore defense alignment. <laughs> oh, wow. That sophomore class yeah. for Opelika is really, really good. Well, he made one step across the end zone, and then yeah. uh, and then he just stared down Clyde Pittman, and they're going to go for two here. As they probably – yeah, I mean, you kick a field goal, or the PAT at 16, you go for two, well, I don't – I don't know, this is one of those weird situations. 5.04 left to go here, but also Auburn needs to finish this game. Yep. Trips to the right for Gagliano. Puts the hand down. He's going to roll out to the right, and it's the same play that Auburn ran for the two-point conversion to get a little pick from the slot receiver into the end zone for the two-point conversion. And now both teams, the last two touchdowns have been scored in this game have been defensive touchdowns. Yeah, that's right, and, and you want to, like you said, finish the game. Auburn trying to, to bleed the clock out, running the football, and uh, and instead they, they give up a, a fumble return for a touchdown. They're going to have to probably now defend an onside kick right here. Um, you know, you, this is when you want to be able to do what you do best, and that's yeah. run the football, get that big offensive line going, get, the, get your running back involved, and, uh, you know, get north and south. But, hey, man, it starts with protecting the ball. Yeah. And, uh you know, that's something that D.V. Williams just can't do right there is, is put that ball on the ground. Second time that he's fumbled this season. And um, it's the fourth time that Auburn's fumbled on the year. It's also one of those things of um, if you're Auburn, you can't be, I don't think you're afraid to throw the ball right now. The way Clyde Pittman's throwing. I agree. Move the ball, finish it off, and, uh, and put this game away. It looks like it will be an onside kick situation. Opelika has more numbers than Auburn does on that far side. There's the Good onsides, job. and a great job there by the Auburn player that's right at the 50-yard line. Silas Mason, 
a senior tight end and also a catcher on the Auburn High School baseball team, smothers that one, puts his chest over the top of it, and Auburn High School will take over at the Auburn 49-yard line. Well, you can tell they've repped that a lot because not only did he make a, a great uh, just catch right there, he, he didn't wait on it. He went and, and attacked the football. And then we all also had a guy that protected Jumped him. On him. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, that was uh, Lowridge that, uh, that was able to get over the top of him and make sure an Opelika guy didn't come in there and jar the ball loose or, or just hit a guy that's unprotected. So, you know, well coached, well repped right there. 5.04 left to go here. Tigers lead by 15. Pittman keeps it that time and bounces out. Has first down yardage up the middle. He's at the 30. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Give him six. <laughs> Clyde Pittman, 51 yards out. Wow. Races for a touchdown. Oh, and you know that feels good after what just happened where he got stiff-armed and, uh, and stared down in the end zone. So, hey, the last laugh right there goes to Clyde Pittman, who just outran the entire Opelika defense for that touchdown. Made a great read again. We talked about the zone read and his decision-making, and that time he made a perfect one, and it made him pay. Auburn has hung half a hundred on the Opelika Bulldogs here. 4.54 left to go. Tigers have pushed the lead back to three touchdowns. Will Best, PAT is up. And that kick is good. 4.54 left to go here. 51-29 offensive plenty for both teams. With about five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 4.54 left to go here. I think I said off air to somebody here that um, might have said at halftime. Before then, this felt like it was going to be a Big Ten type game. Well, it is 51-29. to 29. And two, with two programs who hang their hat on playing some defense. Now, the Auburn defense has not given up a point in the second half. Right. Yeah, a lot of points scored, a lot of big plays, a lot of uh, lot of just weirdness. Weird, yeah, weird plays, but the man, just an exciting game. Magoo will send that one away, and it will be a yard deep in the end zone. And Opelika once again will take over at the twenty-yard line. And, and and that's been huge tonight too, Scott, with with uh, with our kicking, yeah. being able to get the ball into the end zone and, and not give up a big play in special teams. That's uh, I'm telling you, the coaches love that. Yep. Now, if you're the Auburn defense, 4.54 left, go finish this thing. Go ahead, go get another turnover. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just don't get sloppy. Don't, uh, you know, don't succumb to the, the conditions. Play to your standard. Get off the football field, you know. Get, yeah. get, get some guys in here that uh, they can run this clock out and, and get that ball back into your offensive hands. Boy, for the, like, for the first time, the white hat was like, all right, Opelika, here we go. <laughs> Well, they muddle huddle over there, and it's like they're trying to not allow you to see what their personnel yeah. is, but it, it doesn't affect Auburn's personnel in the least. Well, now you also – it's down to five seconds left to go on the play clock for Opelika. Claps their hands and inside zone, and nice little bounce there by the by the running back as 
That was Simpson, and, and this is going to end up being a flag on somebody. Uh, Simpson is kind of frustrated. He, last time out, he ended up kind of fighting his way up. Uh, and Now, to be fair to him, there's a lot of Auburn defenders around him when he's going down, yeah. and um, I, I understand the frustration. But in, in a game that's three touchdowns with four minutes left to go, we don't want to see anything that, that escalates into something bigger. Gagliano has it, inside handoff once again. And yeah, Deuce White. And Deuce White, Jordan Reese in there. And again, Simpson flies in, and you can see some Auburn seniors in there. Mark Tolan telling everybody to back up third down and about three. Yeah, Opelika seems content to just try to run. De deflate the ball, run this ball, see if they can see if they can just push Auburn around and, and, and keep the sticks moving, but really not about trying to score. Well, just the other to. thing is, is maybe you can find something. I get it's a three-touchdown game, but let's face facts. Right now, the way this region runs is we might be seeing these two teams again That's in the right. playoffs. That's right. Three and a half left to go. Gagliano, outside zone. A little seam. First down yardage for the Opelika back. As that was Calvin Hughley, the sophomore. And I think that's the guy, when he gets healthy, he's going to be able to change this Opelika offense because it's going to create some balance yep. for this dangerous passing attack. Yeah, they, they, they got some running, you know, right towards the end of the uh, the first half where they really found some, some uh, success over the left side. But I, I agree with you. I think they're a different team when Six has the ball and when he's out on the field. They'll have to figure out a way to, to get him more involved. And he'll now bounce to the left, Will Hughley. And he's going to take outside zone. Nice patience. And he'll break, make one guy miss, make a second guy miss. Bounces off a DB. He's going to get close to the 49-yard on. Gain of 15 for Hughley. Remember the name. I'm going to tell you this. It's Calvin Hughley. I said it about Justin Ross when he was a sophomore at Central. Calvin Hughley is going to be an extremely good football player. And he's going to play college football at somewhere yeah. uh, at the next level. And we talked about Auburn finishing. You know, right there you see a lot of guys in Auburn uniforms trying to block the, the running back down. you got to wrap up and just end the threat. Play action, slant route, and got a hand on it. Pete Davis was – throw the flag. Come on. We're to the echo of the whistle on that one. Like this – as an offensive lineman carried Octavian Brown into the sideline – it's, it's both ways. I'm not trying to say that, but it's just one of those things where we need to get to the end of this 229 in a hurry. Just so both these teams have big games coming up. You know, Opelika, they play ten straight games. Yeah. Auburn has got an off week, and then obviously the big game that now looms. You don't want to lose anything heading into that game. Well, that was a heads-up play by Cade Rayburn because they tried to sneak a pass in there, and he knocks it down. Outside zone once again as Deuce White does a fantastic job of forcing the issue. And then Flo from the backside is able to, to make the tackle on the play for Hughley. Gain of about one or two, third down and long coming up. Yeah, I really like the anchor presence of Deuce White. He's had a really good game tonight. He's been disruptive in this run game and uh, uh, just making his presence known up in that uh, Auburn defensive middle. Opelika taking their time. They, they're this. It, this feels like everybody is is deflating the ball and calling yeah. it a day, and we're gonna head to the house. Yeah, they're, they're just trying to get to the end of the game now, and I think they're trying to avoid having to give Auburn the ball back. Maybe. Yeah. No? Opelika will call a timeout. They didn't want to take a delay. Instead of sending it to break, Jack got some scores, and I, hey, I'm gonna. 
You better give me a brave score. With one of the biggest series towards the end of the year coming up in the last 10, 15 years, I need a brave score. Yes, sir, and I got it for you live. So uh, we'll go ahead with Scott's recommendation there. And the final score in game one between the Braves and Mets today, Braves hang on to win that one 5-2. to two. The NL East is back up for grabs. Beat the Grom, baby. That's right. And then uh, Alabama Class 7A high school football, on the other hand, a uh, couple of close games going on. Prattville and Enterprise coming down to the wire. 28-20 Lions on top of Enterprise still in the fourth quarter. That could be a big upset. Florence and Bob Jones also in it. 35-28 Florence and Tuscaloosa County maintaining that lead over Spain Park. 38-28. Finally, Thompson over Hewitt. Drustle 14-6 that one in the fourth quarter. Back to you, Scott. Boy, there's some scores that in there, namely the Thompson-Hewitt score, and you add in the Hoover-Hewitt score from a couple weeks ago. There's either the offenses are down or the defenses are really, really good in that region. Those are not scores I'm used to seeing from that region. Gagliano wanted the stick, and Auburn guarded it perfectly, throws it into double coverage. It's been physical all night long. Still no flag on that one. I thought because the receiver went down, they might have called it, but no call on that one. Good. Third nine, go for the stick and stick nod on that one, incomplete fourth down. Really good no call and really outstanding coverage right there by Jaden Walker. He was not the, uh, the primary defender on that play. He was covering the wide out and just saw what the, the route was. It was, a, uh, an, an, it was a slant and go, and he comes off of his wide receiver wide, and he was in, in, in the best position to make a play on the ball. Their feet got tangled up. That's why there was a no call. The other thing there is if he throws the slant, it's a pick. <laughs> yeah. Ian Nation back deep to return for Auburn. Here with about 139 left to go. Both teams looking Content to just kind of let this thing go. Spiraling kick, Nation will let it bounce and roll. And it will be touched down at about the 11-12 yard line with 127, 128 left to go. Davis Harson will be your quarterback. And as um, Auburn's going to run out this 128. And the biggest thing that Auburn High gets to do now is rest yeah yeah and they need it i mean they've had some uh, this is a battle that they had tonight and it, it took all four quarters to get to this point but uh yeah they, they've got this is the meat of the schedule and um you know getting to that bye week and, and and getting ready to play you know the most athletic team that they'll play this season yep. uh, that that's going to be important that they uh self-scout but also uh, just get guys healed up Looks like Auburn, the, Auburn will be taking a knee here. Yeah, they, they, a, they did this tonight with uh, with a makeshift defensive backfield. And no points in the second half. Yeah. Auburn High School will take a knee as run out the last couple of seconds of this clock. <laughs> uh, you can hear people get mad at at, uh, at Davis Harson for, for giving up ground right there to take a knee. They, they don't want those rush, rushing stats to be deflated well, right there. The other thing is, is you, you don't have a whole <laughs> yeah, lot of room to, to drop back. As Auburn's going to win this one 51 to 29 and even up the overall record against Opelika on the 97th time these two teams have played. And once this one gets under 40 seconds, Auburn High School will be able to take a knee and call it a day. And this senior class will go to 3 and 0 against Opelika in their career. And now we're going to have to do it again unless. Now we won't. Yeah. The uh, the qu the clock wasn't as quick as it has been in the in most drives, and that'll do it. Auburn High School is going to win this one, 
by a score of 51 to 29, a tie ball game at the half. The Auburn offense, special teams, defense explode in the third and fourth quarter, and they get the win in this one by a final score of 51 to 29. Yeah, just an unbelievable second half by that Auburn uh, 